Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right, bow, sucker! Yeah! <laughs> bow down to your master! Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? morning it's the big man morning show 918-460-KMOD you can also text bmms and then what you want to say to 82945 listen online the website that rocks kmod.com past shows are available on itunes search under bmms listen with your cell phone get the iHeartRadio app available from the app store of your cell phone provider more on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we are on Facebook, facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning, Corbin. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. So listen, it's going to get busy today because not only do we have VIP tickets to Rocklahoma that we're going to give away at 730 every hour, we're going to give away GA tickets to Rocklahoma. Scott Black of Manford heard the cue right at 6. So now he's got the hookup. 
He's got plans. <laughs> Cancel the the weenie roast because he's heading to Pryor. <laughs> you can still roast weenies out of Pryor if you want to, you know. Just Stop marinating that butt. Because <laughs> you're going to Pryor. Rocklahoma this weekend. More tickets all morning long. Rock and roll! Daily lineup and link for tickets is at KMOD.com. Boom. Uh, we'll see what Gimpy wants to talk about. Conspiracy Theory Thursday. We got our top list. Top list must-haves at Rocklahoma. <laughs> Maybe it's a thing you like to eat that they always have at Rocklahoma. Maybe you're like, ooh, I got to have my favorite tennis shoes. Top list must-haves at Rocklahoma. And then Mike Malega is going to come and talk to us about sports and the Tulsa Drillers in general. Uh, I was just reading the story about this guy here in town. He stole a rare 1967 Shelby Mustang. Wow. And it was valued at more than $200,000. Shelby Mustang GT500. That's uh, Eleanor, isn't it? Yes. Eleanor from Gone in 60 Seconds. Good reference. Mm-hmm. Um, the car was recovered two weeks later, but was missing a bunch of parts. <laughs> the guy that did this got one year deferred sentence. And then there's apparently three more people in charge in the case. You know, I see the story, you know, the, the movie Fast and Furious, and I... To me, unless you live in New York, L.A., Mm -hmm. Chicago, St. Louis, Miami, I don't see that happening here. So far as stolen vehicles ending up in a chop shop? Yes. Au contraire, mon frere. I didn't didn't finish my statement. Finish it off, then I got a story for you. Yeah, but it obviously happens. I'm not saying there aren't chop shops. Mm -hmm. I'm saying high-end luxury. Gotcha. Gotcha. $200,000, 67 Shelby GT500s. All right, so a couple of things here. I'll get on to my story here in a second. But over the past, I'd say, 10 years or so, I have seen a lot more exotics here in town than I thought I would ever see in my life here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I'm talking Lamborghinis, Ferraris, mm-hmm. okay, um, Audis, okay, not not just your SUV or whatever. We're talking supercars and stuff like that. And I was like, holy crap. Is Audi a supercar? Uh, I think it's the R8, I okay. think it is, or whatever. Something Super, that, yeah, you don't just walk into the dealership and get one, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And I've seen a few of them. Now, it's not like you would see in Miami, Okay, or these other cities like that. But the fact of it is, is that I've seen a lot more than usual. Before, you know, before the past 10 years, I would see a few here and there, but they were kit cars, if you mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about. Tell everybody what a kit car is. You, you basically, it's a mail-order Lamborghini, <laughs> right? They send you the body parts, but it's like a, three, a Chevy 350 motor underneath the hood. It's yeah. not an actual Lamborghini motor or whatever. It's and, like you seeing the the fat guy at Hooters wearing a Tom Brady jersey. It ain't Tom Brady. Right, right. <laughs> well, I mean, that doesn't even look like Tom Brady. At least these look like No, but you're Lam- wearing the jersey is what right, I'm saying. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, and so, because like I was... I was in Owasso one time at the, uh, it was some gas station out there. I was like, I think it's like 96 and a hundred and something or another, some little podunk gas station out there. 
And I was like, whoa, Lamborghini. It was a gold one. So we pull over and we start talking to the guy about it because, you know, it's how often as a 19-year-old kid yeah. you get to see a Lamborghini And I'm sure close. as a Lamborghini owner, it's like, hey, uh, it's all good. Like, right. I don't want to talk about it. No, he was totally- No, because Lamborghini owners <laughs> love Porsche and Lamborghini owners, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. Well, you they got love s- talking about it. You got it. something that fancy. Hell, yeah, you want to show it off and talk about it. So we pull up, start talking to the guy, and he's like, yeah, it's just a kit car. It's just a 350 that's under there. I was like, ah, damn it. I was duped. But nonetheless, I was like, so I've been seeing a lot more of those yeah. exotics. So I could see like these high end chop shops around town. Uh, maybe not so much as like your, your lower end ones where they're stealing your Corolla or whatever. And I feel like that would be, as you pointed out, there aren't very many. Mm-hmm. It would be kind of a silly business venture to get into because. There isn't very many. It would be quite easy to start tracking it. You'd think. You'd think. Now, a buddy of mine recently had his motorcycle stolen. He got a brand new, uh, It was. it's a sport touring, I forget the exact kind, KTX or something like that. And uh, he just got it, and he put one of those air tags on it. Right. Oh yeah. Very smart move on his part. So he put an air tag on it. For those who don't know, air tag is a, it looks like a poker chip, mm-hmm. and you can buy it. Can put it a special keychain. People have been known to put it in their luggage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if their luggage goes missing and they the airplane the, the airline loses it, they can go. I know exactly where it's at. Right. It's in Baltimore or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. People put it like in their sunglass on their sunglass case. Yeah. Some people put it on their sunglasses, right. keys, shoes. Kids loveies, whatever, and with an iPhone, you can get to it within a foot. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he reports his car stolen or his bike stolen, whatever, and cops are like, all right, yeah, we'll check into it. Chances are you're never going to get it back, though, which is typical in a stolen car situation. So they ended up tracking it because of the air tag to this motorcycle chop shop in like Pahuska or something, way the hell out there or whatnot. They uh, they didn't have his bike there, but that's where the tag was last located, yeah. pinged at or whatever. So they ended up popping him for the chop shop or whatever. But my buddy never got his bike back because they found a other bunch of other found a bunch stuff. Of other yeah, stuff. yeah, nonetheless. So there are chop shops around here, but to your point. Maybe not the high-end ones. Maybe so now that there's a lot more of these supercars on the road here in Tulsa than what they used to be. Who buys part? Like, Chop Shop gets them. They mm-hmm. chop up the car and got desirable parts off of it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then they either grind the vins off or scratch them out, whatever. Yeah, something like that. And then they sell them to... Other people across the country, uh, scrap yards for the metal. Think about uh, think about the influx of catalytic converters that are getting stolen around town. Mm-hmm. You know, those things, you, you take one to a, a scrap yard, you're not going to get that much. But you bundle a couple of 10, 12, you know, whatever together, and you're going to get a good chunk of change or whatnot. So, right. Uh, and I don't know if, if these scrap yards are doing any kind of referencing look no there's no trackable number on them exactly that's the problem with exactly so like with these other parts i don't know if you know they track whatever they just like all right well i've got this intake manifold from a he says it's from a lamborghini or whatever you know and then just give them the money from there so it's either that or they're selling them to spider over in you know north carolina You mentioned, though, that you're seeing more and more of these high-end cars Mm -hmm. around here. How do you know that they're not kit cars? Uh, You know, I don't know. A Lamborghini you would know when you hear it take off. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. It's got a very distinct sound. Okay. So that car in particular, you can tell. Mm -hmm. Much like 
a, a trained professional mm -hmm. can tell the difference between a fake Louis Vuitton purse and a real Louis yeah, Vuitton purse. That's so true. Where maybe Gimpy or myself might not be able to peg it. <laughs> right? But yeah. a car, maybe we could, and you would be like, oh, I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, text but a fake Louis, I can spot. I know how to yeah. find a spot a fake Louis. Text here says high end cars don't get chopped, they get stuck in a shipping container and sent overseas. Could probably ship them out of the port of Catoosa. That's a good point. Yeah. Because that's a major naval way. Uh, water water it's in, in yeah it's the world's most inland water port yeah um built during the war before uh the co during the cold war oh okay so they would always have a way to get stuff to the middle of america that makes sense anyway mm -hmm. port of is crazy dude it's crazy history there anyway um <laughs> i doubt they would use that yeah you think it's too busy there unless they would put it on a semi and then travel it somewhere. Maybe, maybe, unless you got somebody on the inside that's working at one of these shipping container comp, you know, out at the port or whatnot. And it's like, all right, yeah, uh, Spider, I need you to be here between, you know, 4.30 and 5 o'clock in the morning. We can get these cars on a ship, get them on down the road. Nobody will know anything. Right. I mean, in Fast and Furious, they put them on trains. So <laughs> right. I, I just don't think it has to be Port of Catusa. No, 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 it doesn't. It could be any shipping container anywhere. Yeah, or any, or any, yeah, any transport truck. Because you see those going down the highway, you just look at the cars. Ooh, well, that's neat. Look, you got a Porsche. You got this. Thing. You don't think that they're stolen, right? You just think, ah, they're just transporting vehicles. The only thing I would think on the highway would be semis are subject to inspection, right? By DOT or whatever. Yeah, but you can fake paperwork all day. Absolutely, forgery's been a thing for years, centuries. Right. Right. Yeah, I I would be, if somebody was like, hey, hold on, like if I had land, mm -hmm. and they were like, hey, I want to put this Shelby GT500 on your land for a couple days, will you store it in your old western barn <laughs> with the dirt floor, because you don't have horses anymore, Right. ever since Charlotte left, <laughs> I would be like, no. Nope. <laughs> that is not happening. I don't want that kind of smoke, man. <laughs> But some people are like, yeah, that's fine. I don't care what you store on my land. Absolutely. They're probably getting a cut of some, you know, getting some money out the deal, $50,000 How much would time. it take for you? Let's say you had land and you had a barn and a buddy was like, hey, can you store these two cars? Doesn't tell you what they are. Mm -hmm. Two cars in your barn for a couple months. And he, I don't know what kind of cars they he are. He doesn't tell you. Oh, my goodness. I'm guessing your first response would be no. Right, right. And he would say, all right, what if I give you... $50,000. Okay, yeah. And, oh, and I'm like, well, $50,000 cash? Uh, okay. It could be life-changing. You'd say, oh, nah, 50000 ain't life-changing. Maybe to go to jail. Help me out a little bit. But. <laughs> I didn't say it wouldn't help you out. <laughs> right, right. I, it just wouldn't be life-changing. Right, right. You're not uh, buying a new big house and, you know, uh, retiring from it. Yeah. You could be getting out of debt. Right, 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 right. Yeah. 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 I think on the surface, you know, fifty k. I don't know anything about it. And if the police come snooping around, you know, like, hey, what's up with these two cars out here? You know, they're stolen or whatnot. I, I don't know. A buddy of mine needed a place to store. I happen to have the extra barn. There you go. Yeah, but how do you explain this $50,000 you suddenly, these four motorcycles you bought, and suddenly you're not in debt? And <laughs> uh, I, got a, I, got a, I got a rich grandma that died. Really? What was her name? <laughs> Nova. 
<laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the key. You got to be quick with your answers, Portia. right? <laughs> well, I think they know how to look through that. They would go find Nova's, see if she died. All right. Hey, we can't find Nova's death certificate anywhere. Uh, she died in 2002, sir. Yeah, it's taken a long time. Probate court. It's been stuck. Sure. What, what court is it in? It's in Alabama. You don't know, sir. Sure. I, <laughs> please, we have a weird way of connecting with other justice systems. Yeah. Wait, what? You do? <laughs> I yeah. Mean, I mean, Canadian. Yeah, she's Canadian. Hey, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get Interpol involved. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, she lives in Greenland? <laughs> right. They have phones there. Nobody lives in Greenland, sir. Damn it. Right. <laughs> Your grandma right. and the penguins. <laughs> For those who don't know, Greenland's ice. Ice is green. <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, the, co- the country's... Anyway, mm. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't just because it attracts the wrong kind of smoke. Right. Because then you get Spider's nemesis showing up because he found out there was an air, there was an air tag mm. in the in the Nova. Right. Listen, take it. I don't. Know. Yeah, Whatever. but they hold they you know break into your home and hold a gun to your head and be like, why do you have my cars? Listen, Spider left them here, bro. Well, or, what? You're in on it. <laughs> no hablo inglés. Yeah. <laughs> me no speaking the English, boss. Yeah. Not me. 50000 ain't. There ain't no amount of money. Everybody's got a price, though. No, no amount thousand. of money? No. I don't believe in that. Everybody's got a price. $500,000. Straight cold hard cash. No. no. Just ain't happening, huh? No, because I'm now mm-hmm. engaging in a criminal act. Mm-hmm. But let's just pretend that that's you. No, you're not you, okay? You're not okay. you. <laughs> that should be easy. Yeah. Let's just pretend that you are in that, I almost say that in that lifestyle, right? You don't run and own a chop shop or you're not known, but I mean, you're not Corbin. You're just an average Joe who, you know, needed some extra cash and actually has the spot to do it. What's your, what's your number? Single you. Sure. Uh, I mean, I would probably be the one offering all right, mm. you're gonna be the other guy. Yeah, the I'm one the one engaged. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I I I, I want to be the entrepreneur. I don't want to be the used the used. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Because either way, you're serving time if you get caught anyway. Yeah, and I I don't want to be the middleman. Right. I don't want to be a fringe person. Why is that? Because you don't make as much money. <laughs> Greedy is. <Good> yeah. <laughs> you asked me not to be me. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Right? So in my mind, if you're going to be a criminal, be a criminal. Right. Be the best damn criminal Don't you go can. up to the line. Go over the line. <laughs> okay. Fair. If you want to play the odds, gamble big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't gamble small. Why gamble small and then go to jail for equal time? Right. Because that's all I got. No, gamble big, <laughs> right? Yeah, makes it, sense. It, and if I wasn't being me and the guy, you know, Spider shows up, he's like, hey, can I store a couple cars here? Mm-hmm. I would say, okay, well, how many do you want to do? Hey, I'll give you $50,000. Okay. Uh, how about it's $1,000 a month for wow. each car? See, now you're thinking. Okay. And for every day past our agreement, the mount doubles. So that's smart thinking there instead of just one lump sum. You now need me. Yeah. That right? makes sense, yeah. You need me. I don't need you. <laughs> or I don't need you either. I just need your property. Pow, you're dead. Great. Now you're wanted for murder because yeah. I have people that care about me and are going to wonder where I am. Spider doesn't care if he's wanted for murder All we not. know is he went for a meeting with Michael Smith. <laughs> right. We don't know what Michael Smith. I think he was called. Uh, 
<laughs> Arachna? Arachna. <laughs> oh, do you mean spider? We've heard We've of We've heard spider. of spider. <laughs> He's into drugs, selling to kids. Spider's into everything. <laughs> right. right. He was a bouncer at a strip club. <laughs> now he's shuffling cars. Right. Sounds like spider's empires expanding. Uh, VIP tickets to Rocklahoma. We're going to give those away coming up plus GA Rocklahoma tickets every hour. So make sure you're listening. News quickies when we come back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOT. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 27 minutes. You're going to have a chance to win Rocklahoma tickets. Every hour we're doing it. Actually, in the next hour, you're going to have two chances to win Rocklahoma tickets. Uh, so we'll do that coming up. But first, we've got to do news quickies. These are stories you may have missed in the news. We cover them, put a link on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash BMMS69. It's time for news quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Gimpy, and Lindsay with what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD. Lonely prisoners are using Facebook to post personal ads to find love. This is now a big thing, I guess. Lonely inmates turning to Facebook in the hope of finding a companion while they serve their time behind bars. Prisoners from around the country, including Bunbury and Acacia in Western Australia, Lithgow in, in New South Wales, and Woodford in Queensland, are using a private Facebook pen pal group for inmates in an attempt to connect with those on the outside. Now, this is so family members of men jailed for murder are allowed to use the group. They help them find these connections. However, those convicted of crimes against women and children are banned. Good, They're good, not good. allowed. That's yes, good. Good. yes, they have their standards. Among those on the page is a former WAFL player. I don't know what that is. Dan, I think it's like football over there or rugby or Sure. Whatever they I, I assumed it was some sort of sporting league. Yes. Daniel Zwaris. Now, he was sentenced to life in prison with a non-parole period of 18 years after fatally stabbing a stranger who was out walking his dog along the beach back in 2013. Uh, Daniel was suffering psychosis uh, after a two-week methamphetamine binge. Mm, that'll do it. And the post about Daniel reads, Any girls... That genuinely want to write to an inmate. Dad's getting a bit lonely, poor guy. Um, Dad. The post, yeah, the post was Dad? written by oh, his on. daughter. Dad? Mm-hmm. The po- Daddy, I get. Dad? Mm-hmm. Well, they do things different in Western Australia. It's upside down there, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go the other direction. It says, no, they don't. <laughs> it says, no crimes against women or children. Wanting someone to write to needs to be spiritually minded and no crackheads. Needs to be into fitness and training. What, a crackhead said no crackheads? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. He, we all move on, Gimpy. Yeah, right. We sure do. Yep. Also in the group. Why are you trying to hold him back? <laughs> right. I'm just saying, stay with your own kind, man. You might. He's have not his kind luck. anymore. Right. Listen, once a crackhead, always a crackhead. These family members <laughs> are just pimping out their their family inmates. Also in the group, mother of Daniel Marchino, 27, who was sentenced to life with a minimum of 23 years for the 2013 shooting murder of Michael Prudy. Does anyone know how to get a hold of pen pals from Perth that would be interested in writing and maybe phone calls with my son, Daniel? He's looking for friendly conversations with people who understand his situation. He's due for release around 2034 and is currently in Bunbury Prison. He's looking at being transferred back to Acacia soon. He is not harmed by he has not harmed any women or children. He was. He was found guilty of luring Prudy to a bush where he was gunned down by co-accused Ben Michael Mansfield. Why is this so shocking to you? That people would be interested in talking oh. to these people. Oh, Chris that's... Watts, we talked about, we've talked about this numerous times. He's, they, there have been interviews with him and the number of women that mm-hmm. write him. Mm-hmm. Charles Manson, another great example. Chris Watts, for those who but... don't remember, in Denver, Took his wife and kid and shoved him in an oil barrel. Yeah. Yeah. Full of oil. And I understand that Scott Peterson also got letters. It's all criminals. Yeah. Especially high profile ones. I believe it started with the Charles Manson. People wrote to him because he would write back. And it was a lot of um, interviewees and and reporters wanting to... Get into his mind. Yeah, but why does this surprise you? It doesn't surprise me at all. Mm-mm. Plus, there's the whole aspect of they're in prison and lonely. Just trying to find love with these okay. sick it's people. It's not love. It's not love. Right? You're not getting to know them. You are to a degree. Right. It's. You think it's more of uh, I get to tell my friends that I'm chatting it up with a murderer maybe or it's the same you know mindset like how catfishing works uh i can't get hurt if they're out of distance not hurt physically hurt right mentally, mentally or emotionally emotionally right. yeah right. right right i don't have to go and try and hey how are you date or anything i can just write letters and do it at my own speed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah or they maybe they feel like oh i can help them i'm always curious does this happen with female criminals it do, does say do, do men go at it at an alarming rate of like, hey, baby. <laughs> yeah. Guess what they're not doing? They ain't shaving. No. Ugh. Not all the areas. Ugh. Nope. Not at all. Break that hedge trimmer out when they get out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just don't know why you would want to be with somebody that has no potential to be. You see them on the outside world. Exactly. Right. That's not my idea of marriage or companionship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but for some people that works. They yep, just absolutely. need a little something. Just absolutely. A little something to get them through the day. So. Right. When I need the attention and what's up, mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when I don't want it and I want to go do nails or play bunko or whatever, you can do that. I can do that. Mm-hmm. There you go. And I can say I'm married. True. Right. Thieves steal car to steal guns but couldn't break into the gun cases. So this actually happens yesterday in two different states. Now, the first round happens in Illinois where a car was used to smash through the front door of an academy sports they tried to steal the guns couldn't get into the case boom that was that now a few hours later and police trying to figure out if these two are connected but a few hours later in st peter's missouri apparently uh there was a band of thieves who had stolen two cars a silver hyundai 
and then a red sedan. All right, it's all caught on surveillance footage and the videos on our Facebook page. Uh, but they use the silver Hyundai to smash through the front door of the academy. And the video shows, it doesn't show the car going through the front door, but it shows the car driving down the aisle and the thieves are running around inside grabbing things. And then it also shows the band of thieves back there by the guns and they start shooting at the glass trying to get the cases to open up. Well, it's bulletproof. Right, it's not their first day. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So that didn't work out. So the thieves start kicking the glass Trying to get into it. Uh, that didn't work out. Meanwhile, the red sedan sitting outside waiting for the getaway. They ended up getting in the red sedan and getting away. So the police in both state, states are currently looking for these thieves, trying to figure out if they're connected or whatever. Luckily, no guns were stolen at all whatsoever. But you got to think, those aren't just your typical, you know, you can smash with a hammer or shoot it open. They take a little bit more security than that. Right. At the academy. I don't know if people just don't realize there are professional thieves. Right. Yeah. And they avoid places like that. Right. Because they've got safety measures that are not worth the time. Right, exactly. Probably connected. Illinois, Missouri, not, not that far. far right, exactly. Yeah, not probably. that far at all. They're actually connected. Exactly. <laughs> Girl hit by tree. This happened in New York, and for the third time this month, a tree has fallen on a person in New York City. This time, the tree hit a seven-year-old girl who was walking with her mother uh, around 11 a.m. At least three cars were also smashed while the girl suffered a leg injury and is expected to be okay. The parks department said the tree was on private property, so it was maintained by them. Now, 100 people a year die by trees falling on them. Wow. Hmm. Wow. So yeah. Trees are just falling over in New York for no reason? I mean, are they just old and rotted? or Yeah, maybe X, Y, Z, yeah. God's way of smiting New York City is what it is. Is that what it is? Yeah. Seven year old, he smites seven-year-old girls? You don't know what she's done. <laughs> I feel like maybe she left some Legos out, but yeah. Right? <laughs> All these stories are on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. Tulsa's Morning Show oh, yeah. is coming right back. The Big Man Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Rockahoma tickets coming up. You've been asking. We got to do balls to the wall sports now. The Philadelphia Eagles are agreeing to a trade with the Minnesota Vikings. Philadelphia is trading wide receiver Jalen Rieger to the Vikings in exchange for Minnesota's seventh round pick in the 2023 draft and a 2024 conditional pick. The pick is a fourth rounder that would become a fifth rounder if Rieger is unable to reach certain statistical marks. The Eagles chose the 23-year-old with the 21st overall pick in the 2020 NFL draft. The Chargers are adding some depth to their backfield. L.A. signed running back Sony Michelle on Wednesday and waived Larry Roundtree III in a corresponding move. 
Uh, Michelle had recently been released by the Dolphins after failing to make Miami's 53-man roster. The 27-year-old will again call SoFi Stadium home after rushing for 845 yards and four touchdowns last season with the Rams. Michelle is a two-time Super Bowl champion after being drafted by the Patriots in the first round of the 2018 NFL Draft. John Harbaugh isn't ready to reveal the status for running back J.K. Dobbins ahead of the Ravens' season opener against the New York Jets. Baltimore's head coach said his quickness is kind of back when speaking with the press. Harbaugh also said that Wednesday's signing of Kenyon Drake is not an indication that Dobbins will miss the season opener. Dobbins was activated off the pup on August 8th, nearly one year after tearing his ACL in the preseason finale. The Bills are finding their new punter ahead of next week's season opener. Buffalo signed Sam Martin to a one-year deal on Wednesday and moved receiver Marquez Stevenson to injured reserve in a corresponding move. Martin had missed the Broncos' 53-man roster after punting for Denver the last two seasons. The 32-year-old takes over the starting job after the Bills released rookie Matt Ariza over the weekend. Ariza and two other former San Diego State players have been accused of gang-raping a 17-year-old girl at a party last October. Isn't it fascinating to see the trans- the, the timeline of events with this, this cat as opposed to Deshaun Watson? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. These are just accusations against mm-hmm. the punter. Mm-hmm. But the Bills were like, we don't want this kind of smoke. Right. No kidding. Right? Do you no think, one would. Do you think it's because it's the punter and not the quarterback? I no. think you're on to something. It kind of goes back to high school, you know? I mean, the quarterback's the star of the team. Totally. You, know? you want to make sure that he's protected. Totally. Yeah, who gives a damn about dang old punter? Punters are <laughs> dime a dozen, man. Yeah. Anybody can kick a ball. You need a punter. <laughs> man. Well, oh, I know. Well, I know. <laughs> Especially punting, man. Right. At the NFL level, they can punt to a spot. Right. Sure. It's not just kicking it out there and hoping no. that, you know, Johnny catches it. Yeah, exactly. Johnny Cash. <laughs> Catch. Yes. Not, <laughs> I'm Johnny Cash. <laughs> That's your balls to the wall sports. I'm Lindsay at 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You'll need that number because Brian Peter of Owasso used it. That's how he got tickets to Rocklahoma. Well, we're giving away GA tickets every hour and throughout the day. We've also got VIP tickets to Rocklahoma. We'll do that in about 25 minutes or so. But right now, we've got to see what Gimpy wants to talk about. Be around the world. Take my strong hand. Get on the Gimp train. I'm on the Gimp train. Be around the world. Take my, my strong hand. Get on the damn train, damn train. You gotta be. I mean, are you okay over there? Dude, that was so long ago. (laughs) I remember that day. All right, so I've been working on this bit for the past couple of weeks. Corbin, will you make sure her computer is turned on? Lindsay, log into your next gen, and we're going to have some fun, okay? This computer. Yes, yes. Uh, So you probably heard me say over the past couple of weeks this phrase right here. It's a song you know you love, okay? Okay. So some people call it guilty pleasure, call it whatever you want. This came about because it was a couple weeks ago I was mowing the lawn, and I got my earbuds in as I'm mowing the lawn, okay? And this song comes on, and I was like, ah! 
that's one of those songs you know you love. You may talk S about it to your friends, but when it comes on and you're in your car or you're in your headphones listening, whatever, you're singing, you're dancing, you're enjoying the song, okay? So I made a list. I made a list, and I wanted you guys to play along with because you know, okay. I know you've got some of these songs that you know you love, okay? So the, the, the one that started this whole shebang, okay, I'm going to go ahead and play it, and you're going to make fun of me, and I don't care. <laughs> I don't Finally, care. we have something. I am secure enough of a man to know that I am okay knowing that this song is pretty lame. But here you go. This is the one that started it all, and I was like, ah, that's a song you know you love. Right, Billy Ray Cyrus, Take You Break Your Heart. Absolutely, man. So I'm in the backyard, I'm mowing along, and I'm dancing. I'm looking like a goddamn fool in my backyard, just whatever. I was like, all right, this is fun. We could have fun with this one. So, That's How fun. do you mow to this, though, without do, stopping to do the line dance? You huh. do the dance while you're mowing. This That's is hard. Not a, this is not one that I'm like, oh, awesome. That's, no. Well, you know, no. it's, it's not for everybody, but this is, one, once again, my list, and that's sure. why I ask you guys I know, to, I get it, yeah. to play on along or whatever. So uh, as I'm going through this or whatever, I was like, all right, that's fun. Let's start jotting some stuff down and see what we can't come up with here. So as I was sitting here thinking of songs, you know, you love and feel free to text him in if you like here's another one that my brother totally made fun of me for it but i know he's probably singing it as he hears it i'm the scat man songs you know you love you know you love again i don't think this is it one for me. Don't try to play cool guy on I'm me. not trying to play cool guy. Wait till you hear the ones I have. Feel free to jump in at what any point in time. If you've got one lined up already, okay. feel free to have at it because I, I think this could be a lot of fun. Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm, I get it. That one's one of those songs that if you grew up playing it or whatever, right. that it's a thing. Uh-huh. I, this is a guilty pleasure for me that I'm sure I'll get judged for. I came in like a <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, I will unshamefully blast this with my windows down, car seats in the back, fresh bag of uh, spray foam right. from Home Depot. Right. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. That's awesome. Lindsay got one up already? Oh, yes. Here we go. Hey, yeah, I want to shoot, baby. Shoot. I dig it. Down. I'd be in my backyard. I'll be in my kitchen getting down to no. some shoop, shoop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anytime it's on, it's like, kids, quiet. <laughs> this is Mama's jam. Yep, this it is. This is Mama's jam. Here, it's concert here. time for Mama. Here's another one for you that, that uh, landed on my list here. And I got a lot of them. I'm not, not going to hit all of them, I'm sure. But uh, this one I felt should be played. Well, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who makes us. Sure. When I go out. And I Hiba. <laughs> yeah. And every time this song comes on, I think of the time that it was either MTV or VH1 retired this song. Like, right, because they played it so much. Play it again. See, Dude, and their second song, whew, outstanding, bro. <laughs> Platinum, I hear it win. No. Every time I hear this song, I think of um, How I Met Your Mother. Okay. When that episode with Ted and uh, whoever that uh, Jason, what's his name, plays, and they went on that road trip in the Fiero or whatnot, and they constantly played this one here. It's is this in something about Mary when he goes on the? Um, oh, Dumb and Dumber is what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah, it's in Dumb and Dumber when they go on the road trip. 
Yeah. It's been in a lot of them, Oh, I'm yeah. Sure. Been in a lot of movies and TV shows or whatever. Yeah. So. This is one that I, uh, that I, is a guilty pleasure, and uh-huh. I just found out they're going to be over at the Hard Rock with uh, Tone Loke. I didn't even know that they would tour. Really? They're still around? <laughs> they're still producing music as a factor, yes. Producing <laughs> <laughs> music. Oh, yeah. Everybody's got moves when this song comes on. You're damn right. Yeah, for sure. Lindsay, what you got? Oh, All right, well, she's not you're, ready. Go while ahead. You're, while you're looking for that one, I got this one here. Now, Corbin has actually busted me jamming to this song yeah. at work one day. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Hot stepper. <laughs> yeah, damn right. DC's cursing his stereo right now, but come on. I've got one for him as well that I'm pretty sure is a guilty pleasure song for him. Got a couple really good texts coming in here. One guy says, anytime I hear Tiny Tim singing tiptoe through the tulips. Stop. <laughs> what playlist are you listening to where that pops up? Yeah, right. <laughs> that, that's in your personal playlist. Right. That's what it is. What'd you get, what'd you this find is one that I have. Oh, yeah. Everybody stands with their shoulders rolled over. Oh, yeah. Bring it, bring it. Oh, yeah. This is not too long after he uh, violated somebody's civil rights. Oh, yeah. Naughty, naughty Mark. <laughs> naughty Mark, yeah. Every girl had his poster and every guy wished they looked like him. Right, and his underwear ads. Yeah, mm-hmm. Calvin Klein, man. Mm-hmm. The brother. Right. right, he was second. <laughs> right, and right. now he's not. Now he's the guy. He is the guy because the other ones. <laughs> All right, so here's we're gonna we're gonna change tempo up a little bit. But you know this is one of your guilty pleasure songs. Gotta be in the right mood. If I'm mowing yeah. the yard and this comes on, I ain't that psyched. No, uh, you know it. I'm like break time. You you're probably right, but when you're in your car, just driving down the road, you know you're cranking it up. May, yeah, may not be so be right. much mowing the lawn. Not all of it has to be lawn mowing music, okay? It's just one of those. When it comes on, no matter where you're at, if you're in your car or you're in your house, you're like, yeah, that's my jam. But when, you know, people roll up next to you in your car, of course your windows are going up. You don't want anybody here. Lindsay, right. fine. Yeah, no, if I'm in my car, I'm going to crank this one up. Yeah, I could sing to this one. What movie is this from? Is this Can't Buy Me Love? No. The Patrick Dempsey movie Can't Buy Me Love? Is there another one? 
<laughs> I don't think so, but there better not be. Better not be. This one uh, here, Corbin, was texted in from somebody, and I wholeheartedly agree. Yo, man. Yo. Open up, man. Yeah, for sure. You'll get, s- got a nice day. Sunroof open. Oh, yeah. I don't know why this happen. The girl next door, you know? I think a more perplexing question for me is, what kind of music do you listen to when you mow? I typically go with a little more rockish, dude. It's not just, nostalgic. It's on random. It's on random, and anything will pop up. That's the fun thing about my music library is it's so broad. Yeah, sure. You know sure. what I mean? Like, anything, this will pop up. Anything can pop up. So there's no telling what's going to happen. I, in my library, you can go from George Strait into Tupac and not skip a beat. Feels like having conversations <laughs> with you, yes. Absolutely. Uh, this is one that... Every time I hear this or you mm-hmm. see it play, people are like, that's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, the barge forever. God, I love a good 80s song. <laughs> Sugary 80s Dude, song. You really can't go wrong, honestly. Honestly, with any of the 80s music. I know Lindsay's a huge fan. What do you got, Lindsay? I am. Me and my kids crank this one. Mm-hmm. I, won't, I won't deny it. Yeah, it feels a little too modern yeah. to be in this yes. category, but I hear what you're saying. I don't know how people don't like her. I know. Right? She's so charismatic. She right? is. And bitch right? can kill a flute. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't kidding. Uh, this one got taxed in, and, and I agree as well. This is another one that made my list. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I've said this before. I think the documentary about this, this little mini documentary on YouTube is really good, mm-hmm. but this is one for sure. <laughs> yeah. Documentaries about how they're still playing the song. They're still making tons of money. How it became a song. It's, cr- it's a crazy little story. It's on a TikTok. It's a TikTok video. Whatever you need to tell yourself, Gimpy. No judgment. See that for the first time? I was like, now I can't get that out of my head. I can't get it out of my head. Lindsay, you ready? If not, I got one Yeah, I I do. I do enjoy this one when it comes on the radio. Yeah, people love that song. Mm-hmm. This one here got taxed at end. And uh, I agree, man. 
when uh, Josie Scott came in to uh, talk about a show at Safari Joe's or whatever, somebody was driving down 71st Street with this blaring. And as I'm making my walk around, my daily, my, my smoke break, I'm out there in front of the building dancing, cutting a rug. And pay attention to the words because it might help you out on a sing sing Sunday. <laughs> I can never remember how the song goes. I think this song is one that you forgot about, mm-hmm. and now, because of the resurgence, this is a guilty pleasure song. This is the song, the song of the summer. Okay. Because of Stranger Things. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was the like, song's where? from the 80s. Where? I've heard this song before, but never really got into it's it. It's from but. the 80s. I know, but it's a song that should, makes no sense. There's no music industry person that would have ever said this song would be huge from the 80s. Right. Well, things are coming back around, right? And then, of course, we'll go another couple of rounds. This one here, um, we say it. We say it. These guys put on a killer show every time, and everybody loves to hate these folks, but you can't help but to love the song. I like your pants around your feet. And I like the dirt that's on your knees. And I like the way you still say please while you're looking up. A lot of really good texts that are coming in. Paul Abdul, Opposites Attract. Mm. Uh, Gold Digger, Asia, Heat of the Moment. Hell yeah. Yeah. Good Boy. choice. Seven Nation Army. Okay. I Not for me. I mean, I like the song, but it's not one of those, like, guilty pleasure. Like, I'll make fun of it or whatever, but in, in my closet, I'm, I'm just really getting down to it. I still get excited to hear this guy. Feels like a naughty song still. It does, doesn't it? Does. Little do we know he was talking about something completely different. <laughs> a band to play that at Rocklahoma. Oh, that would be fantastic. That would be awesome. This is one for me that's a guilty pleasure, mm-hmm. especially if you own a vest with a bunch of harmonicas. Yes! When he lost all that way, they went... Oh, yeah. I could listen to those all day. All right, this will be the last one, and then we'll get out of here. Pump up the jam, pump it up. Why your feet are stumping? And the jam is pumping. Look ahead, the crowd is jumping. Pump That's it up. That's what I call music. Now. Find out if you do that. 
jock jams. Yes. <laughs> I, I have one that I've seen sung on a construction site. Really? <laughs> yeah. Kiss me. Oh. I can do this all day with songs I have seen uh, sung on a on a construction site because you think that uh, they that you know they're all like these tough guys, mm-hmm. which I'm not saying they aren't, mm-hmm. but they uh, what's that song? Hold on here. That they yeah here it is. That they're like oh you know we're tough rugged guys yeah right yeah. you're not gonna get me on a song. Now I Michelle Brand. Nope. Not Lindsay Bauer. <laughs> Vanessa Carlton. This is this one in, uh, what is it, uh, uh, White Chicks or whatever with Terry Crews <laughs> yes. singing it? I, I, I have no idea, man. I have no idea. And the only reason I got that is because I saw this song on the list, and I've seen guys sing this song. I don't know if it's, this is one of our weird songs in the system. Look around your world, okay. could it be right. everything you hoped it be the wrong guy? Fun fact, yeah. I love me some Delamitri and some Savage Garden. <laughs> I know about your Savage Garden Dude. love. Faux Savage show. Garden ain't no joke. Faux show. Lindsay, you got one more for believe? Oh, absolutely. All right, we got. Let's get Rick rolled. No. No. I have to agree with Corbin on this one. It's because of the gag. The gag has just ruined it for me. Right. He's been quoted as saying, he's like, I don't understand. Right. <laughs> but okay, I'll take the royalty check. Yeah. I love it. Anyway, songs that you love, guilty pleasures, they are awesome. All right, we'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. The Big Mad Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Somebody texted in and said, will Rocklahoma be televised or streamed? I don't think officially, but you can officially <laughs> stream it live when you are there. Right. Because we've got yeah. VIP tickets to give away. Let's play a game. Schnip, schnapp, schnur, current record is. Well, my friend, you and I are tied with 10. Lindsay, she just right there, right behind us with nine. Last week's winner was. That would be me. Corbin and Lindsay, 918-460-KMOD, 918-460-KMOD. Call up, decide who's going to be the person to give you clues. Whoever gets the most right is getting VIP tickets to Rocklahoma. 918-460-KMOD. Let's go here. Good morning, you're on the air. Good morning, you're on the air. What is your name? Mike. Mike, who do you want to give clues, Lindsay or Corbin? Uh, Corbin. Mike, 60 seconds on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. Are you ready, sir? Yes, sir. Okay. Um, Blank in the Dell. Blank in the Dell. Okay. Uh, a guy who has a bunch of land puts crops on them. Farmer in the Dell. Yeah, just say the, the first word. Farmer. Yeah. Um, chocolate. Strawberry and this flavor makes Neapolitan ice cream. 
Vanilla. Yes. A small body of water on land, not a lake, is known as a... Yes. Pond. Uh, This is... there. When you get married, you get a ring, and the ring is made out of what? Gold? Yes, but this is a specific time that has a uh, a, a red tint to it. Fast. Nope. Uh, blank are red. Violets are blue. Roses. Yes, now add that to the gold you already said. Rose gold. There you go. Uh, this is the place where you, the commission that runs the Powerball, Mega Millions. Uh, Oklahoma Lottery Commission. Just drop the commission. And, okay. Four is what we got. Mike, hang on the line. Might be good enough for the win, okay? Yes, sir. All right. Let's get Lindsay's contestant. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Clint. Clint, how are you Hello. today? I'm great, man. How are you guys? Good, man. Four is the number to beat. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. This is a vegetable, and they're gross, and they're little. They're um, not Oprah. green blank, but the other kind. Tomatoes? Green, green blank. Um, green blank. Beans? Uh-huh, but little ones. Green, uh, peas? No. You had the second word right. Littler than uh, that. Lima beans? Yes. Uh-huh. Um, you're being held captive. We have gotten you. Um, Kidnapped. No, another word. Uh, we've we we got you. You are um, a blank. Captured. The flag. Yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, that little thing that hangs in the back of your throat. Uh, uh, the, the little tons, hangy ball uh, tons, thing. Oh my god! I don't know what the name of that thing is right now. Uh, tonsils. Uh, pass. Um, if you are a deer blank, you shoot deer, you are a deer blank. Hunter, Hunter. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has pumpkin and that little, that, um, she is the, the, uh, the mom that had the pageant Time, mom. time, time. Oh, I'm so sorry, man. Clint, thanks for playing. I'm awesome. All right, thank you. All right, buddy. See you later. I'm awesome. Congratulations, Mike. You're getting VIP tickets to Rocklahoma. Awesome, man. Awesome. Excellent job, sir. Hang on the line. Keep. He's got to get your info. Yes, sir. Uh, the one that Lindsay passed on. Yeah, if you don't know the name of it, you're stuck. <laughs> right. Blank me and Dupree. The movie, trying okay. to get him to say the first letter at least. And then the rest of it is... Kind of like a woman's vagina. It's part of a woman's vagina. How about I like you, me, and Dupree? Mm-hmm. If something is scenic, you 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 have quite the. Or I got this great hotel room. It's got a fantastic view. View and then do re mi fa so la. Woo. Yeah, you la. You Yeah, that's uh, that's a tough one. Yeah, it is. That's a tough one. Uh, and then you ended on. If you've never seen the show, this is a really antiquated. I'm very surprised this is even in our cards. But um, the another name for mother. Right. Uh, it's a TV reality show um, person. Uh, blank July August. What month? And another name for mother. Right. Mama June. Mama June. That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one I landed on. Yeah. Mega Millions. Powerball. Uh, scratch off is a something. Gambling. Ticket. Yeah. Gambling. Yeah. Yeah. Lottery, lottery. is what. Uh, probably would have been better to be like. Um, 
what is it called? It begins with a K. You, that's what you play in the casino. You don't play a lottery. You play a casino. No, no. Bridge? No. Kino. You play Kino in the casino instead of the lottery, but it works the same way. You pick some numbers. Numbers get picked. Uh, Everyone yeah. wishes to win this. There you go. Life. Yeah. <laughs> the record now. Losers. Well, that puts you in the lead with 11. Keeps me a 10. Keeps her 9. Take a break, and we will be back. Tulsa's Morning Show is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Conspiracy Theory Thursday coming up, plus top list. Must-haves for Rocklahoma is our top list today. Uh, but first, got to see what Gimpy has for 4x4. Well, Corbin, it says here that Taiwan president looks forward to producing democracy chips with the U.S. That's how... Ranch? Yes. You said chips, right? Chips. Yeah. A little okay. bit of salsa. Yeah. Some guacamole. Mm. Yeah. Like I'm into pico. scoops lately, dude. Really? Me scoops too. and salsa. Weird. The, yeah. The tortilla scoops. Yeah. Yes. All right. I can't. I don't know. Fritos. Yeah, they're way too salty, but man, I have been eating the hell out of them lately. Hey, another wrong that I, uh, I have been enjoying some just regular pico and tortilla chips with the limon. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Have you done good. pretzel crisps yet? Yes. Mm. The flat pretzels? Yes. Dude. It's a different kind of chip. Oh, that's my sure. gosh. They're so good. In the light blue bag? It, it, yes. So but great. they also have, like, gar- garlic parm that is so good. The yeah. buffalo one's really yeah. good. Yeah. 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 But will they yeah. bring peace to the world? Maybe. Probably. You might think about ripping it off. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's saying. working. I'm just saying it's working. Uh, have but- you had any of those Asian crisps? <laughs> they ain't good. <laughs> no. We got a whole bag of lobster crackers in here. That, you know, exactly. Like 50 years old. Uh, so the president of Tawana can't pronounce their name. They refer to the semiconductor chips that they make uh, as in a far greater numbers than any other country. Do you know how to say their name, Corbin? Sang Hang Huang. Sure. T-S-A-I-I-N-G-Wen. Sang Wan. Ah, sure. Anyhow, she made the comment during a meeting with Arizona Governor Doug Ducey. Uh, the world's biggest contract chip maker, Tawan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company, is building a $12 billion plant there in Phoenix. So maybe we can get some new cars on the lots before they ban all gas-powered vehicles. Yeah. Uh, China and more Asian news. China might have committed crimes against humanity in Xinjiang. What? You don't say. You don't say. The UN's High Commissioner for Human Rights made that assessment in a report released yesterday. The report said that the extent of arbitrary and discriminatory detention of predominantly Muslim groups in northwestern China may constitute international crimes. The report focuses on what it describes as arbitrary patterns of abuse within what China calls vocational and rehabilitation centers from 2017 to 2019. Uh, Texas is sending illegal immigrants to Illinois. Two buses full of migrants arrived at Chicago's Union Station Wednesday night. Uh, The news says that up to 100 migrants were on the buses, with many claiming to be from Venezuela. 
Texas Governor Greg Abbott says that he looks forward to seeing Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot's welcoming the migrants since Chicago is a sanctuary city. Uh, the Republican governor has been sending migrants to cities with Democratic mayors. <laughs> Just <laughs> to be a troll. Yeah. A spokesperson for Lightfoot's office called Abbott's actions racist. I don't know how, uh, but they're racist and said that they're doing everything they can to make sure the migrants receive food and shelter. And then lastly here, the Tulsa Animal Welfare is hosting a pity party to encourage people <laughs> adoptions. <laughs> To encourage the adoption of pit bulls, Tulsa Animal Welfare is hosting a pity party until September 10th. Anyone who adopts a pit bull or a pit bull mix will receive a new pet starter pack from the Oklahoma Alliance for Animals. Uh, the manager over there at Tulsa Animal Welfare says that they're promoting pit bulls because they're because they are try it again because they are so often overlooked. The animal welfare is open every day from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Pits are awesome, dude. Yeah, they are. They are awesome dogs, they're man. They're very misunderstood. Everybody thinks you're so mean. How you raise them, man? Any dog. Absolutely. Except for chihuahuas. They're just assholes to begin with. Former NFL player Steve White is dead at the age of 48. The ex-defensive end has been battling chronic leukemia for nearly a decade, which he opened up about back in April. White spent six of his seven NFL seasons with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers before finishing with the New York Jets in 2002. He recorded 119 tackles and 11 and a half sacks in his career. Now White's friends and former teammates are sharing their condolences online with former Buccaneers quarterback Sean King saying he was always encouraging younger players. Hall of Fame baseball manager Tony La Russa is away from his team due to an unspecified medical issue. Now in his second stint with the Chicago White Sox. Mass singer. Yeah. The 77-year-old will remain out indefinitely as he undergoes tests in Arizona. He's won three World Series rings over his 35-year career, most notably with the St. Louis Cardinals. La Russa is also second on Major League Baseball's all-time wins list for managers. I mean, he's 77, man. Mm -hmm. Like, it's possible his health could have taken a negative turn. Sure. Yeah. Uh, leaders with the college football playoffs are set to meet this week to discuss potential expansion. Reports say a vote to expand the postseason tournament from four teams to 12 could come as early as Friday. The current system has been used by the sports since 2014. A 12-team playoff has been valued at more than $1 billion annually, according to CBS Sports. LIV golf players will not be allowed to sport LIV logos on their clothes during next month's BMW PGA Championship. A memo was sent to the players from DP World Tour CEO Keith Pelly that informed them, out of respect for their partners, broadcasters, and fellow competitors, they not wear LIV golf-branded apparel during participation at Wentworth. The PGA Championship is set to tee off on September 8th at Wentworth Club in Surrey, England, Players are also not required to participate in Pro-Am scheduled the day before. So uh, does the LIV ask for the same respect or whatever? You know, we don't want you wearing PGA-branded clothes. You can't You can't play for LIV if you play the if PGA. If you play it for the PGA. Yeah, you got to pick a team. Okay, okay. I was kind of wondering how that worked. I knew they were going back and forth on it or whatever. So how come if you, were, if you play for the LIV, you can play in the PGA? No, this is a special, unique tournament. Oh, okay. That just kind of brings everybody together. 
Okay, so it's not a PGA-sanctioned tournament? I don't believe so, no. Okay, that makes more sense then, because I was wondering. I thought it was one side or the other, choose your side. Yes. And it didn't make any much sense if, like, you know, you can, you know, play, you know, for both teams and be on the PGA Tour and da 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 Trying to think of an, another reference. Um, you know, some people it might not land with some people. Sometimes soccer... Uh-huh. will play outside of their leagues. Okay. Teams will play outside of their leagues. Okay. It's called a friendly. Oh, okay. Makes sense then. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> so she's retiring, but Serena Williams wasn't going to go out quietly. In three sets, Williams took down two-seed Annette Kentevi to continue her magical U.S. Open run in front of a capacity crowd at Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York. In attendance was Williams' five-year-old daughter, Olympia, along with Tiger Woods, Spike Lee, Anna Wintour, and Dionne Warwick, all there to see the 40-year-old <laughs> Williams take a run at history one more time. Williams now advances to the third round, and she says she's feeling like there's a little bit left in her. She said after the match, she said she will. We'll see what's going to happen. Did you watch? Yeah, she's amazing. Did you watch? Yeah, she's amazing. Did you watch it? Yes, I watched it. She's incredible. You watched it last night while you were at football. We watched, we watched it on our phone. The uh, One of the moms has a hot spot, so we were watching her and watching um, Tiger Woods' reaction on her. Oh, that's nothing. Her play was unbelievable. She was playing and, and like, was slain with some of her serves, and then she just got into a funk and couldn't get out of it. And then at the end, she started slaying again. It was unbelievable. The number two player in the world. Yeah. She she took to task. It was it was unbelievable. To usually history is a reflection. Mm-hmm. You're witnessing history now, and you know it. So to watch her play, and if she does this, whew, what an awesome story. Yeah. She. Uh, it's all up and up here. Mental. Up her. here. Up in her head, okay. mental. It's all mental for her. I mean, she like, uh, like it's you a said, lot of physical. She got into it, and then, well, yes, of course. But she like had to get back here into her head. Like, come on and come back, because we were like saying, like, she's she's gonna do this. She's gonna. It, she's Serena Williams. She's gonna, well. She's. she's I, I hear you, but she's this. currently ranked like six hundred and seventieth in the world. So. But she's just incredible. To do this on the final goodbye, I think everybody thought she would be out the first round. Mm. And that's your Balls to the Wall Sports. I'm Lindsay on 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text... BMMS, and then what you want to say to the phone number 82945. Linda Griffin of Henrietta, she heard the cue, and now she is qualified. I'm sorry, she's winning tickets, GA tickets for Oklahoma that's happening this weekend. So congratulations to her. Another pair of tickets is coming up in about 50 minutes. So be listening for that cue. They'll also be playing throughout the day. So. Conspiracy Theory Thursday. This is not mine. I'm not saying I believe in it, but this is someone who online has said that the Challenger explosion didn't happen. <laughs> Fine, because I think we all seen a rocket blow up in midair when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Just saying. So he's saying that you did see it, mm-hmm. but it was intentional. Really? I don't understand why. Hmm. And so he says, part of this he says, is that 
And if you are have outcry because of this, then good. It's bringing attention to it. Oh, okay. Which is a really horrible mm-hmm. mindset. But uh, nonetheless, he's saying two men named Bob Ebling and Roger Bosley had been warning people about an O-ring failure as far back as October of the previous year. Remember, that's happened in January. Mm-hmm. So as far back as October, they were like, hey, 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 hey. Yeah. There's memos. There's emails. Everyone was aware there was a danger. Mm-hmm. And they said that if the O-ring was used on a launch where the temperature was below 40 degrees, there would be a catastrophe. Okay. Now, the morning that the Challenger took off, it was like 50 degrees, 55 degrees or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But that night, the night before... 26 degrees. And after the investigation afterwards, they found that there was deterioration of the O-rings that caused the explosion. Mm -hmm. So why then would not, and I think this is a fair question, why then would they put them in harm's way? If they knew there was a threat Mm -hmm. and they knew what the threshold was and the threshold happened and they moved forward, Mm -hmm. why? Why? Why did they let the rocket explode anyway? Why did they let it go up? Right, right. Um, right? So it's it's a fair question to ask. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's you, there's a need to answer it, right? Like, there's no way to know. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the shuttle exploded 80 seconds after its launch, like I said, because of the deterioration of the O-ring. Mm-hmm. Now, there is some conversations that are happening about the crew members. And I've sent you guys a picture. These are some of the crew members, and it's a picture of them. And then next to them is people that were al- that are alive. Okay. And the, how similar they look. Mm-hmm. And two of them, the Asian man and the black man, are apparently have twin brothers. <laughs> and what are the odds of two sets of twins? Being connected to a shuttle launch. It's got to be crazy, right? Absolutely. And yet, here it is. Now, I tried to do some investigating. I couldn't validate that they had a twin. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't validate that any of that information was correct. Mm-hmm. But one of them that came up a lot, and it, this is an easy uh, find when it comes to this conspiracy theory, which, by the way, has been around since 2015. Right. Um, is that one of the, the, not Krista McAuliffe, but even they cite that she was, they found somebody with another name similar to hers, and she got her law degree not too long after the Challenger explosion, and she kind of looks like her. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say she looks like her, but she kind of looks like her. Right, right. Slight resemblance. Slight resemblance. Judith Resnick is a name of one of the other female that is uh, a l- lawyer that is out there that looks very much like the other woman that was on. Mm-hmm. And they say that there's no way these two people even knew each other. There's just no proof that that's the same person. And I think a valid point is why would they try to cover this up and give people like such similar names? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. They have the same last name. Why not give them John Smith. Right, some total different last name, a total different identity. Yes. To keep them hidden from, to keep their secret hidden from the public. Why would they be so reckless? Mm-hmm. Now, there was pressure to do the launch 
but there was no political pressure. Right. Not like when we went to the moon. Right. And the race to the moon to get that done to the point where they were just spending money hand over fist and didn't write anything down, keep track of anything. Mm. They, There's no notes on how they made the rocket to go to the moon. Right. <laughs> not even a poster. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not even stuff written on cigarette packages. <laughs> right. There were no notes for going making that rocket that went to the Apollo series. None. It's because we never really win. Sure. That's <laughs> definitely a possibility. Um, and so I found some other myths about the Challenger explosion. Okay. And this one put me on my heels. This says one of the myths is that the nation watched the tragedy live. Um, so are so they- hold on. Okay. I know what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. There is one exception if you watched it in school. Okay. You watched it live if you watched it in school. Because they worked a special program to give live feeds because of Krista McAuliffe's um, connection that they would do it live in many schools. But the general public didn't have access this, to this unless you had a satellite dish, one of those giant ones on the side of your house, on yeah. the, on the, on the, in the yard yeah. that turned. Yeah. Remember you had to turn it and had to wait for it to turn to get to HBO? <laughs> Yep, takes three days, but you finally get to see some boobs. Mm-hmm. And most people recall a live broadcast, but it was actually the taped replay broadcast soon after the event. Okay. So unless you watched it in school, you did not watch it happen live. Okay. So when you started that statement, I was about to say something. Um, my thought is, how do we know we watched it live? How do you because, know you're here? Exactly. I mean, exactly. we can. You can <laughs> my, my thought is, is like, is it could be a pre-recorded explosion in some remote area. Yeah. I think the live part is mm-hmm. conducive to everybody has seen it at the exact same time as mm-hmm. this is live, right? David Letterman or whatever, Jimmy Fallon isn't live. It's live to tape. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, so but no one else has seen it. Mm-hmm. Until then. Exactly. So they've already exploded this rocket. They've recorded it in a mission to dupe the United States or whatever. Okay. But it's it's broadcasted. It's it's that recording is played live, right? To make us believe that we're watching this as it happens. But it already happened. It's just it's you put the tape in the VCR, yeah. you press play, and then it goes out to yeah. the world. The problem with what you're saying mm-hmm. is there were people on the ground watching it go up and watching it explode. So damn it, there was live. Okay, um, the Challenger exploded is another myth. It did not explode in the common definition of the word. Mm-hmm. There was no shock wave. There's no detonation. No bang. Viewers on the ground that were part of this fake live that Gimpy was talking about, just heard the roar of the engine stop as the shuttle's fuel tank tore apart, spilling liquid oxygen and hydrogen, which formed a huge fireball at 46,000 feet. Uh, Both solid fuel strap-on boosters climbed up out of the cloud as if they were still going, which also is indicative there was no explosion. Mm -hmm. Still firing and unharmed. Challenger itself was torn apart as it was flung free of the other rocket components and turned broadside into the Mach 2 airstream. The individual propellant takes were seen exploding, but by then the spacecraft was already in pieces. Right. So it never exploded. Mm-hmm. It disintegrated, essentially. This is probably the saddest part besides the death, but this part's pretty crazy. The crew didn't die instantly. That is a, uh, I'm sorry, the myth is that the crew died instantly. Okay. 
Um, they're saying that 73 seconds after la- launch, they were still alive. They said the Challenger was torn apart. The pieces continued upward from their own momentum, reaching a peak altitude of 65,000 feet before arching back down to the water. Mm-hmm. The cabin hit the surface two minutes and 45 seconds after the breakup. And all indication in, from investigation say the, crowd, the, crowd, the crew was still alive. Wow. What is less clear is if they were conscious. The cabin uh, depressurized, they believe, and the, crowd, the crew would have had difficulty breathing. In the words of the final report by fellow astronauts, the crew possibly but not certainly lost consciousness, and they do have indication that the emergency air bottles that are used uh, that are on the shuttle for takeoff, for mm-hmm. launch, mm-hmm. should there be a failure, mm-hmm. were engaged and used. Okay. So they were alive for some sort of time. Right. Just going to tell them how long. How crazy is yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. I would yeah. have I would have hoped that they would have just lost consciousness at least. At right. the yeah. very least. Yeah. They wouldn't have felt anything. Well, I mean, they, <sighs> they wouldn't have felt anything when they hit the ground. Right. right. Of course. I guess in the initial quote unquote explosion. Fun thing is I can sit here and watch this on YouTube and relive that moment over and over and over and over Tur- and over Totally. Again. And it's going up into the air and kaboom. Well, see, all right, pause right there for a second. So you had said just a second ago about the, it didn't really explode from what we know. The term of an explosion, explosion. yes. But I sat here and watched this thing rip into a million pieces, giant fireball. Yeah. And then, so to me, that looks like an explosion by definition. Yeah. Now, I'm not there on the ground to hear a boom and I don't have my sound on. Okay, I'm just watching an old video from CNN. You saw a fireball. I did see a fireball. That, I mean, that's not an explosion. A fireball isn't an explosion. Okay. It's a result of the explosion. No. The, the fireball is a result of the torn fuel mm-hmm. being spread out into the air and catching fire. Okay. And that's usually what happens when you have an explosion of sorts. Whatever you're using to fuel said explosion, in this case, it'd be the, the rocket fuel, right? It's all condensed or whatever, and then it sparks. And and it combusts, and it causes that giant fireball, and then everything else that the container that it's in to go into pieces. It's just my thoughts. Yeah. Mm. Huh. Uh, number four of these myths: dangerous booster flaws resulted as it was a result of meddling, and they said there were flaws, but these were all they were taking cautious, precautious moves to make sure everybody was safe. Mm-hmm. Um, myth five, environmental ban led to weaker sealant. I love this one. The myth states that the major factor in the disaster was that NASA had been ordered by regulatory agencies to abandon a working pressure sealant because it contained too much, uh, uh, yeah, (laughs) the fireproof stuff. That word, yeah. Okay. Asbestos. There we go. And you, and use a weaker replacement. Oh, that's the myth, mm-hmm. but the replacement of the seal was unrelated to the disaster and occurred prior to any environmental ban. Okay. So is that to cut costs? No, it didn't happen, Lindsay. Mm. Right? That's a myth that okay. that pressure existed. Myth six, political pressure forced the launch. Myth seven, an unavoidable price for progress. People like to say that, hey, you're going to explore a new frontier. going to make... We're going to scramble some eggs. Right. Which I don't love that either. 
No. Right? That's a weird thought to be like, hey, some people are going to die. I mean, you could die. Right, right. But it is the reality of it. I mean, we, we've been sending people up into space. We sent them to the moon before that. It was monkeys and this and that and the other. So it, when you're doing something different and so outrageous like you're taking people on the earth and sending them out of the earth, yeah, there's a chance you can die. 18 people have lost their lives while in space or in preparation mm. for a space mission. Okay. That's seven of them in this video right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to me, preparing for space travel to me isn't the same as die going to space. No. Uh, that sounds to me like you're in the cockpit of said rocket ship and you have a heart attack and die preparing or in your training of sorts. Uh as of March 2021, in-flight accidents have killed 15 astronauts and four cosmonauts in five separate incidents. Hmm. Uh, three of them happened above the edge of space. And one was and one was intended to do so. Huh. In each case, the cr- the entire crew was killed. The current statistical fatality rate is 3.2%. Well, that's not that much. I got to read more about that. That's so crazy. So 1986, 2003 Mm -hmm. were the shuttle ones. And then 1967, a control failure during an X-15 flight. Okay. And then the other one was a Russian parachute failure. Yeah, we don't care about the Russians. So really, it's happened... Only in flight when the shuttle failed. Right. Two shuttle missions hmm. where that happened, of all the times that it's gone up. This text here says, before Krista McAuliffe was chosen to go on the shuttle, NASA thought about sending Big Bird, which I've heard that before, <laughs> which would have been traumatizing to so many kids. No kidding. Hey, kids. <laughs> yeah, right. There he is, Big Bird. He's got his orange suit on. He's got his helmet. He's he's ready to go up into space. Are you are you ready? I mean, kids? come on. There, there, there's no way. I'm not saying there wasn't a conversation or a uh, memo uh, or a press moment. <laughs> right. But how are they going to get him in there in a helmet on? It's a man in a costume. That's not happening. Right, right. Well, the this helmet's, is an Amazon. <laughs> the helmet's underneath the costume, right? They, they had to make the head a little bit bigger to fit over there. Dude, how fun is it to think about that? How far are we from when Amazon sends a character right. up into space? Right. Like Elmo or whatever, Mickey Mouse. Right. Just, just cause. some person in a cost for marketing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we need to get more people to go to Disneyland. I got an idea, dude. When that Buzz Lightyear movie came out, I don't know why they didn't do Buzz Lightyear. Right, right. But Feels made... like an easy connection. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. Well, they learned from the uh, Challenger. They're like, ooh, maybe well, we should stay away. They already from sent kids a character. <laughs> they sent Shatner up there. There's no, a character. A, William Shatner's a yeah, real person. But he's a if, character. No, I get he's a funny individual and has personality. I'm saying they didn't sing Captain Kirk. Mm-hmm. Unless he donned his Star if Trek he went uniform. as Captain Kirk. Right, exactly. That's different, right? Mm-hmm. But we're, I'm talking as a, per, as a character, as someone not real, dressed up underneath the costume. It's brilliant if you think about it. That's how you get more people involved in the space program. Sadly, sadly, you know? yeah. <laughs> sadly, the odd, this is the idea that 
they're doing it anyway is so crazy to me. Mm-hmm. I love watching. I'll watch uh, tomorrow. Oh, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, Saturday. When Artemis goes yeah. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though there's no one on it. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. Yeah. Think about, I always when I see it, I always think about when um, the, the two brothers were trying to get a plane to fly, right? Mm-hmm. And then it, it was only going like 26 miles an hour when, mm-hmm. it, when it was caught, caught lift. Right. Right? And now they're sending people to space yeah. on tons of fuel. Yeah. Just shooting them right up there. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy <laughs> to me and surreal to think about. Mm-hmm. So whatever happened to Musk's rocket and the Amazon rocket, you don't hear too much about Yeah, they're about not doing those. too many of them all of a sudden, yeah, huh? Yeah, I know that Musk had some issues on the whole landing Divorce is what he had. <laughs> she got the rockets <laughs> right. and the uh, divorce. Yeah, but you don't hear much of it anymore. It was that whole big thing between all the billionaires, uh, even that Richard Branson fool. Didn't he have yeah. a, a rocket trying to... Yeah, they've all done it. Yeah. It's over now, and now they're under the next shiny toy. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. Fine. Musk is still sending rockets up. Right. Meanwhile, NASA's like, all right, we got real scientists that we're really trying to do things <laughs> Yeah, you with think here. that's what they're doing. Right. As opposed to the scientists that work on it, like they've just got Chet from the local <laughs> Best Buy Absolutely. helping build it. No, I don't think that that's happening. I uh, hear you're a top member of the Geek Squad. Right. Yeah. Okay. You're going to do. Geek, geek Squad showing up. <laughs> right. We got a delay. Can we get the Geek Squad out here? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Might be something there. I'm just saying Maybe. in terms of marketing. <laughs> Maybe. Why not? Oh, my God. And then they're going to start sponsorships on your rockets like they do NASCAR or whatever. Oh, that'd be awesome. (laughs) One rock, Artemis 3 goes up. Sponsored by Kmart. Right. (laughs) Right. Big logo on the side. It's actually brilliant if you think about it. Proud Boys. Like, just whatever it is. MAGA. Right, whatever. (laughs) Whatever. You know, Charlie Smith for president. Let's go, Brandon. (laughs) Right. Just send it on out there. That's fine. All right, we got to take a break and we'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. Next. The Big Mad Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. Coming up, we got Top List plus another pair of GA tickets to Rocklahoma. As Rocklahoma is this week and be listening for that cue be the correct caller. How about this? Scientists believe they have figured out how to decipher what some animals are saying. What? (laughs) After algorithms suggested that the naked mole rat colonies all had distinct dialects, Dr. Baker and his colleagues confirmed that the rodents were far more likely to respond to soft chirps from members of their own colonies than those from foreign ones. To rule out the possibility that the naked mole rat, let's get some clothes on him, were simply responding to individual voices they recognized. The researchers repeated the experiment with artificial soft chirps they generated to match the dialect of a rat's home colony. The results uh, held uh, in the wild colony-specific dialects might help naked mole rats ensure that they are not sharing scarce resources with strangers. It may be a way of enforcing social conformity. See, even they got people can't get canceled. <laughs> I am not one to believe this. You don't think so, huh? No, I think when you work on a project long enough and hard enough, mm-hmm. you start wanting it to be true. All right, you yeah. start believing this stuff yeah. or whatever. Okay, that would make sense. I mean, animals got to communicate with each other in some form, right? W- whether it's danger, okay, yeah. um, 
or I don't know so much about food. Maybe, maybe so. I know for a fact that they communicate when there's danger around through sounds or, you know, sure. a little knock-knock here or knock-knock there or whatever. So, all right, cool. I don't know how you're going to translate that. You know, or how they figured it out, but okay. Smart, right. Smart stuff. One of the things they uh, deciphered was drink more Ovaltine. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Red Rider. Yeah. <laughs> it was a girl's name, wasn't it? Wasn't it, uh, wasn't it a, cow, a female cowboy name in the movie Christmas Story? Mm-hmm. Oh, hell that, anyway. Yeah. Oh, what Little was Orphan it? Annie. Little Orphan Annie, yes. Mm-hmm. Not a cowboy. She was not a cowboy. She was an orphan. But, um, that to me, that's what it is. Is you're guessing. It's not right. like you're yeah. getting the. You know, part of. I was listening to the story with a, a guy who's a Native American. He wrote this book about warrior culture, and and he was talking about his his um his 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 tribe and how they got misnamed because when the French came, the French were trying to talk to them, mm-hmm. and the native the natives were like. Oh, you want to trade? So they used their word for trade. Yeah. And the French were like, oh, okay. And that's what they wrote down as their name. <laughs> Fair enough. Right? right? So there was no way to, like, it, it took a long time to be like, oh. That's what you meant. And then they didn't change it. They just left it that way. Well, I mean, it's already established. Right? Same reason there's so many Johns and whatever. Right. John right. Smiths and stuff because... They're like, yeah, I'm not writing Igor, John. Right, right. When the foreigners came over to and Ellis, Island. Ellis Island, yeah, you're going to be Morgan Freeman, right? <laughs> and the idea cool. that humans can learn and mm-hmm. a a new language, we have not seen that to be true, right? Monkeys are the only ones, and they learn sign language ish. Okay, ish. Ish. It's more of a Pavlov's dog sort of thing, whatever. You know I'm getting the treat, so I'm going to you know, mimic or do whatever I got to do to get said treat. I mean, they've seen gorillas mm-hmm. and their ability to kind of learn, mm-hmm. but they're the closest ones. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I've read articles before that the big distinct, distinction between humans and animals is we learned how to cook food and consume. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding. It's true. And consume more calories. Mm-hmm. And be able to break down food to give us the ability to consume more calories. Mm-hmm. That is the big difference between us. Gave us more brain power. Gave us the ability to learn. Right. You ain't seen no monkey cook anything. No gorilla. True statement. No pig. Uh, yeah. Gorillas. And, I was just looking to see like what kind of other, if there were any other animals out there. That, you know, could understand yeah. the language and, you know. The problem with squirrels is they, they can't do the sign language very well. <laughs> small hands. It's hard to read. Their yeah. fingers are so small. That's a fine print at the bottom of the contract <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> Dude, I would lose my S if I just saw a squirrel be like, mm-mm. <laughs> right? <laughs> if you don't know what it's doing, it's like, yeah, well. <laughs> just signing to me, talking to the other squirrels. Right? Hell yeah. Uh, all right, we got to take a break. J- let's see. Mike Malega is going to join us from the Tulsa Drillers. We're going to give away some family four packs. We got Rocklahoma tickets to give away. Don't go anywhere. Tulsa's morning show is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station, 97.5. KMOD.
Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Joining us like he does on Thursdays is our friend Mike Malega from the Tulsa Drillers. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Corbin. How are you? I'm doing good. Drillers back in town, homestand, and uh, we've got a huge weekend, fireworks. Uh, we've got Thirsty Thursday tonight, which we've got some uh, passes we're going to give away. Feel free to call now and win those passes. Uh, family four packs to Thirsty Thursday tonight with the Oilers bobblehead and then fireworks all weekend. I love when you guys do three fireworks nights in a row out at uh, One Oak Field, Mike. Yeah, this ho- the holiday weekends are kind of special, you know, ever since we've been in the new ballpark, you know, uh, people like to squeeze in a ball game and some fireworks as part of their, their festivities. So uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, back to back to back. And uh, TulsaDrillers.com to get your tickets and see these guys on the second half run that they're trying to make happen and uh, keep the momentum going as they get set for the playoffs that will happen in the year. Uh, all right, Mike, let's talk some baseball. All right, let's talk sports. Serena Williams, man, what an awesome thing to get to witness history, her and her final call. Unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, like, that is just one of those you, you, can't, uh, you can't draw it up, you know, the way that it's going. And now that she takes out the number two seed uh, yesterday, who, who knows how far she can go in that tournament? What a story. Yeah. Listen to this. You're going to love this. I don't know if you saw it. So on August 29th, 2001, Albert Pujols had hit a homer. Serena won. Vladimir Guerrero Sr. Won, uh, hit a home run, uh, recorded a hit. Craig Biggio hit a bit, uh, hit, recorded a hit. And Dante Bichette also recorded a hit. Now, August 29th, 2022. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Kevin Biggio, Bo Bichette, the sons of the three others that I mentioned, and Albert Pujols, and Serena Williams won. Unbelievable. I saw that, man. That is just absolutely insane. I mean, Pujols is a machine. Serena is a machine. Those guys are two of the greatest athletes of our generation, I think, you know, in their, in their respective sports. And then, uh, and then the bloodlines are true, man, with those other guys for sure. Yeah, it's it's cool to see um, witness like with Pulos and him still hammering balls out and uh, in this late chapter of his career, and then we get to see Serena do it too at the same time, and then maybe Tom Brady also. That's pretty rare to see guys of that age. It's just like almost this whole new world of pro athletes that exist. Exactly, and you know, like a guy like Albert Pujols. Okay, so. If your body doesn't break down to the point where you can't play in baseball, honestly, guys like Albert Pujols, it feels like they get better. You know, Barry Bonds was better as he got older. I mean, these guys just figure it out. Guys like David Ortiz is another one that's similar, who just put together like 15 consecutive excellent seasons. His last season was one of his best seasons, you know, type of thing. And Pujols is getting some playing time. He's obviously feeling decent, even though he's lugging around like, Three bills, I think. He's a, <laughs> he's a big man, but my Lord, that guy can rake. He's just an amazing story. Yeah, and it's cool to watch, too. It's like every time he hits a home run, people get excited to watch it unfold. So it's cool. Uh, I want to talk about the Mets. I know this might be sacrilegious for you to talk about the Mets, but uh, Edwin Diaz has got this walkout when he's called out from the dugout where um, they play this uh, music. I forget the name of it. Maybe Mike knows. And it's it's gotten the crowd. It's almost got this major league, if you know the movie, when Wild Thing walks out. And last night they did it with Tommy Trump, the guy who does the song that he walks out to, came out onto the field and played it live 
Man, that's the kind of thing I I believe Major League Baseball needs more of, Mike. Oh, they, I mean, there's nothing like it. You know, Mariano Rivera from the Yankees, he had the Ender Sandman entrance, and, and that just gave everybody goosebumps. The whole place was on, on their seat, uh, on the edge of their seat. And, uh, yeah, you're right, Diaz with the Mets. This thing is it's a phenomenon. And uh, last night having that guy perform it, and it was uh, against the Dodgers, and that place was complete playoff atmosphere last night. I mean, if you don't watch that and think, that's pretty damn cool. I wish I was at that stadium. You're just not even a sports fan. I don't even want to know you, you know, at this point. Yeah, they got so good. They got people out in the crowd with little tiny trumpets. I mean, it's just, it's this thing that has happened at the stadium that people get excited for. And as part of an organization like the Drillers, where some of these things, you can't make that happen. That just has to kind of grow, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like, that's one of those ones where, you know, Diaz is the one who selected that song. That's what he wanted played when he emerges from the bullpen. And uh, and he just picked the right one, man. It resonated with the fans, easy to sing along to or get get into it. And it just creates this electric atmosphere. And uh, and it is not sacrilegious for me as a Yankee fan to talk about the Mets. I don't really – I like the Mets. I root for the Mets. You gotta you gotta love how special that that is going on at City Field right now. I mean, those fans are into it. The team is great, and uh, I, I think that was a playoff preview last night. Dodgers Mets, and uh, man, that's gonna be something special in the postseason. Staying with baseball, the the Baltimore uh, Orioles are just having this crazy moment on how well they're playing. They got a rookie by the name of Gunnar Henderson, and his mm-hmm. second at bat, he had a 429er, and uh, people are psyched about this this kid and the O's just coming out of nowhere, right? They are the surprise team in MLB this year, no question. And uh, they got a lot of young talent. They, they had another really highly valued uh, rookie make his debut earlier this year, this kid Adley Rutschman, who was uh, the top catching prospect in all of baseball. And he's hit the ground. He's been amazing. Uh, it's coming together. Gunnar Henderson became their number one prospect after Rutschman came up. And then what a great scene last night. In his first uh, his first game, his helmet didn't fit. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, he swung, he, he smashed that ball, and that helmet came twisting, corkscrewing around his head. It's pretty classic. And then they and then they picked up uh, Matt Holiday's uh, you know uh, son Jackson Holiday, number one overall in the draft. So they got they got even more uh, talent coming. But uh, and and then the next set set of talent is coming out of Stillwater, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's just fun. We're getting into that chapter of baseball where crazy things are starting to happen. Guys are starting to come together. And some stories like what's happened in New York, even though they're still in uh, first, uh, they still have had kind of a tumultuous second half, the Yankees, right? Oh, my God. It's terrible. I just read it last night after they lost the game last night. Otani pitches, gets the win, hits a three-run homer to give him a 3-2 lead and, and beat the Yankees. That was the, uh, the Yankees' worst month since 1991 that's before i moved to tulsa man i feel like i've been here my whole damn life yeah that's crazy to think how quickly that just turned is it a series of injuries that the guys have been dealing with or just some bad uh um you know superstitions that are happening i i don't know i i think it's you know i I think there's a little bit of bad juju going on i mean ever since the trade deadline i think that I think they made a couple of questionable moves. A couple of guys were on the block that didn't get traded that have just slumped terribly ever since then. There's been, a, there's been some injuries for sure. So it's like if it could go wrong, it has gone wrong. So they went from, man, they're going to break the record for most wins in a season to putting up their worst month in 23 years, 22 years. It's crazy how that happens. 
Uh, let's shift over to college football. We start this uh, weekend with college football, and there was talks yesterday that the Big 12 is going to go back to the table with media and Fox and, and to negotiate their media rights. And now they're saying that OU and Texas could leave early because of that because it negates the deal that would have kept OU and Texas in play until, what was it, 2024, I think is when that deal went to. Crazy how this becomes about money instead of, because a lot of these games are already lined out into next year and the year after, and now they're trying to get more money. That's what the Big 12's move is. Where do you land with this? It's kind of a crazy story. It's all money. I mean, it's all money in college football now. It's been that way, you know, for probably about 10 years or so. We saw this all this, you know, jockeying of, of, uh, of schools, you know, that started up about 10, 12 years ago. And it's just, it's just continued to be a snowball rolling downhill. I, you know, I, I, I don't like it, but you know, the reason that they, that, that OU and Texas were staying was because there were such stiff financial penalties for them to leave early um, because they were obligated to stay through 2024 that they, you know, that they, they can't make the move. So now the Big 12 wants to redo their contracts and kind of avoid that, that 2024 requirement and then get the schools out of there. might be better for all parties, to be honest with you, if they can just move on and stop having this thing looming over their head. Right, because it'll be the headline for the next two years while they're trying to, to work through that. And, and is there – there's so much money. You said there's so much money in college sports, specifically football. Is there – they can't put that toothpaste back in the tube with the NIL, right? Oh, man, I kind of wish they could, you know, but that's just like, you know, that's just my personal opinion. I, I know there's a lot of people that think it's great for the game. I, I don't know how you can reverse it back. I think they opened up the Pandora's box and uh, it's here to stay. Now it's a matter of trying to figure out how to make it work as best as it can. Do you think it's a case of the NCAA just not knowing what to do and trying to appease the 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 move the um the judgment that came down a while back, or is it like they're more of like the jilted lever, like, fine, here you go, good luck. You no, know, I think they finally did have to give in. I think the pressures just kept get growing and growing and growing that, that these kids needed to, uh, you know, that needed to get paid in addition to their scholarships. And, and uh, you know, it just kept mounting. And then, of course, that, that, the ruling against them. And, okay, here we go. Now, did they... You know, maybe if they could have reorganized or the way that regulations on how they do it, maybe now knowing how it's evolved in the last couple of years, maybe they wish they could have redone it a little bit differently. But the rich are just going to get richer. Um, anybody that roots for, for schools that are not in that, you know, like upper echelon that have had strong histories, those histories are just going to become exactly just that, just history. I mean, it's going to be very difficult for, for teams that aren't securely in a good NIL situation, I think, to get back to the upper echelon again. It was already difficult. Think about teams like Nebraska, who were the greatest in the world, and how hard it is once you fall from grace to get back up there. It's even more difficult now. I'm glad you brought up Nebraska. They play this crazy game over in Ireland, uh, and it was fun to watch them play, but Scott Frost seems to not be able to get out of his own way. And then in the press conference, blames his coaching staff that he just replaced. Where do you see uh, him? Do you see him making it through the year as the head coach of Nebraska? I don't know, man. I, I, I don't follow Nebraska football close enough. I mean, that is a passionate fan base. So I don't know. Has their passion dropped to the point where they'll just suck it up and deal with another mediocre, lackluster season? Or, or they still believe and they can get back to the Tom Osborne era and, uh, and make a move? I mean, I don't know. I guess that's more a de- defining moment for the fan base. But, yeah, you're right. He can't seem to get out of his way. 
and uh, he certainly doesn't have them back on an upward trajectory the way that they hoped he would. Yeah, and I saw a stat that said that when Pol- when they let go of Pelini, he had like 47 wins, and that would mean Frost would have to win 30 games to even be at that level and to get rid of him. But I think you're right. Tom Osborne, that's what people will try to hold whatever coach to, and they're kind of in this weird spot with the conference and everything else. They, they've kind of lost their identity as this amazing college football powerhouse. Yeah, well, think about it. This this whole area of the country, I mean, Nebraska was like, uh, you know, the evil empire around where we live. And, uh, you know, and then they move off to the Big Ten and, and nobody gives two, two hoots about them around here anymore. And, uh, and the Big Ten probably never embraced them because they're really not one of their own. I mean, that's the danger of the conference realignment stuff. I mean, Nebraska is almost the poster child. You go chase the money and, and the, the perceived stability, uh, but be careful what you wish for. I love that take. All right, TulsaDrillers.com. Get your tickets. Fireworks this weekend. Thirsty Thursday tonight. Hey, can, I want to say congratulations, you guys, doing your Saturday night event for uh, hearing lo- the people that uh, are affected by hearing loss and just bringing awareness to that. That is a uh, putting your neck out there kind of move in terms of being going quiet for the first three innings. Um, but it's worth it to bring awareness and be a part of the community. So hats off to you guys for that. Absolutely. Appreciate that, man. One of our guys, our director of community relations is, uh, is legally deaf, uh, Taylor Levesey, and it's a, he's passionate about it, and we're happy to support it. And it's the second year we've done it. It's a great, great event uh, to, to raise awareness. TulsaDrillers.com. Get your tickets right there on your phone. And uh, Thirsty Thursday tonight with Oilers bobblehead and, of course, the uh, great deal on beers and sodas and stuff and hot dogs. Mike, thanks so much, man. We'll talk soon. All right. Appreciate it, Corbin. Have a great weekend. You too. We'll take a break. We'll- Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Who'd we get, Gimpy? Jesse Smith. Jesse Smith is our winner today. Boy or girl? Jesse, boy or girl, Lindsay? Uh, Jesse, I'm going to say is a girl. I'm going with boy. Well, Jesse definitely has... A vagina. All right. Doesn't really matter which way that goes. Huh? <laughs> uh, all right. We do this thing on Thursdays. We call. Oh, I should mention we're giving away GA tickets to Rocklahoma today. And Mel and DC are going to have chances as well. Mel's chance for you to win is just about 1030. Uh, after you hear that two works for you weather forecast and right before 46 and two. So be listening for that about turn 1030 with Mel for your chance to win Rocklahoma tickets. Let's go ahead and do top list. It's time for a big man morning show's top list. Random topics randomly drawn with random results. Now, here's Corbin, Gimpy, and Lindsay with this week's top list. This week's top list, must-haves at Rocklahoma. Hey, if you like the uh, churro pretzel that they sell, I don't know if they do. I'm just saying (laughs) that's a must-have. If you're like, hey, I've got to have a credit card, that's a must-have at Rocklahoma. So what are your top five must-haves while at Rocklahoma? Lindsay. For me... Deodorant. So number five, deodorant. Yes, deodorant. Like you take it with you and apply it throughout the day? Uh, I, you know, last year it was so hot. Yeah. And I was sweating profusely by the end of my time there, and I wished I would have had deodorant on me. 
So this year, I'm going to make sure that I bring some, just throw it in the car, hmm. just to have it. You know, keep from stinking. Okay. Just in case. Gel or powder? Uh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, gel yeah, yeah. or regular white no, stick or whatever. No, I'll probably just uh, throw the uh, the gel. See, and the the reason why I ask is because if it gets hot enough, that gel deodorant will melt down on you, and not so much with the powdery white stick. Mm. Keep that in mind. You okay. Don't, you don't want to go to apply under your arms, and then you got a puddle of of deodorant. You know what I'm saying? It makes yeah. it kind of difficult yeah. to, to apply there. So. Okay. Just trying to help. Good idea. Okay, so that's number five. Number four. A cooler. Yeah. Can you take coolers in? I don't think so. No. No, they don't like that too awful much. Oh. <laughs> okay. Wow. Number three. Uh, baby wipes or like... um. The, like the disinfecting wipes. Sanitary wipes. Okay. Yeah, sanitary wipes. So, okay. Yeah. Just just to clean up a little bit after sweating, you know. And, huh. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm I'm very clean nerdy. Yeah. Uh, not a place I'm focused on. Cl- I cleaned this morning. First, For those who don't know, the first of every month, I clean the studio, <laughs> my side of the studio. Yeah. He sure does. I walk in there. Yeah. I was like, it smells clean in here. Yeah. Yeah. I like that clean Ner- smell. Nerd me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rock alone was not a place I worried about that. <laughs> no, because it's really pointless. Yeah. To be honest with you. It's it an uphill so battle. Hot. Yeah. But after like sweating in the heat for a long time, I, I do. I like to have like a, either a baby wipe or even um even like a makeup remover type wipe just to wipe my forehead down, my hands, you know. Just I, I enjoy that. Just a little bit of a freshness. Okay. Um, Number two on the list. You said it, debit card or credit card. Uh, yeah, you never know what purchase you're going to want to make. Or maybe I'm going to need to stop for food on my way home. Get the munchies or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then number one on the list, this is an absolute must have, is either aspirin or ibuprofen. Okay. Yeah. You gonna get a headache while you're there? I just might. Huh? Depends. <laughs> if I get dehydrated, or if I have a few too many beers. Okay. I don't want that. If I stop drinking, you know what I mean. Like then the headache kicks in. I don't want that because that would be a very uncomfortable ride home. Driving okay. with a headache sucks. Okay. We're doing top list and must haves at Rocklahoma. Uh, Gimpy, what do you have for number five? Number five, Crocs. Crocs are very important. They're very versatile. Okay. You don't have to, one, worry about getting your shoes and socks all dirty. Two, it's going to be hot AF, and they've got that good ventilation that you don't get in a pair of sneakers. Okay. Mm. And in years past, it has also rained. Even last year. Okay, when they move the dates and whatnot, it still rained a little bit. And those Crocs are going to save your regular everyday shoes, even if you just have regular sneakers on. You know as well as I do, your sneakers get wet. They start soaking up your feet. Ain't nothing worse than walking around in wet shoes all day or day. Right. Okay, so Crocs, very good to have out there uh, at Rocklahoma. And once again, they're very durable. Wear a pair of flip-flops, cool. But what happens when, you know, hey, put pick me up. Put to me on the mush pit. You know what I mean? And you got your flops, one over there, one over there, you're losing shoes, whatever. Mm. Crocs are good to have. Right, got to put them in low. Absolutely. Number four, a do-rag or a bandana. 
if that's what you want to call it, whatever way you want to look at it. So versatile. You put it around your head, keep the sweat from beating, dripping down on your face. All right, keep it in your back pocket. You can pull it out, and you can use it to clean yourself off if you need to, like Lindsay Sanitary Wipes. You just get a little bottle of water, put some on there, get the goop, get the film off of your face or whatever. It's something that I feel is important to have. Number three, taking a turn. How you doing? Barbecue parfait. They got that trailer out there. <laughs> yeah. There's the mashed potatoes and the brisket mm-hmm, and the barbecue sauce on top, and it's in a little cup. Looks like a Sunday, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, you get one of those. I mean, you've been drinking. You're hungry. You're like, oh, I'm so hungry. Substance. Absolutely. You go and get you one of those. You scarf that down. It's got everything you need, the proteins, the starches, all that <laughs> stuff, right? And then, boom, you're ready to continue partying again. Barbecue parfait. Can't go wrong. Good call. Number two, duh, beer. Hello. I'm going to go out there. They've got tents all over the place. Shouldn't have any problem finding a beer tent somewhere and getting you an icy cold brew. Okay. And then number one, at least number one for me anyway, and I feel it's probably number one for a lot of other people, medicine. Take your meds with you. Enjoy the show. As a matter of fact, I found out that my friends over at the Cowboy Cup are going to have a booth out there at Rocklahoma this year with a medicine lounge, which I thought was a nice little place for you to take a break, sit down, medicate, relax, get rid of that tension headache that you may have, or maybe you the uh, the I stopped drinking headache that Lindsay gets, okay? Instead of some Tylenol, take your medicine with mm-hmm. you, number one. All right, we're doing top list must-haves at Rocklahoma. Number five for me is sunglasses. Going to be bright during the day. Mm-hmm. Help uh, reduce some of the uh, glare. Here's what you do, though. You got to go to Target or cheap Walmart. Sunglasses. Get cheap sunglasses. You're going to lose them. Mm-hmm. They're going to break. Mm-hmm. That way you don't have to worry about it. Or if it gets dark or whatever and you're done, you're tired of carrying it. Right. Don't bring your Ray-Bans. Yeah. <laughs> Number four, fanny pack. <laughs> I don't know if they allow fanny packs, but fanny pack. Mm-hmm. Got to have something to hold all your girl crap. There right, you go. Right. I guess you probably could. I, 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 like they have the clear bag policy. You have to have a clear backpack or whatever. So if they have a clear fanny pack. Totally That do. could work out just fine. Yeah. Number three, along the lines of Gimpy, sweat towel. <laughs> I'm a sweater, sweat towel, wipe it off my face, tie it up, make it a bandana, catch all the sweat. Gotta have a sweat towel. Number two, ball powder. <laughs> uh. I am not somebody who goes with deodorant. I'm a big fan of powder. Mm-hmm. Uh, it absorbs as time goes on. Um, I use, um, it's called Bala, if I remember right, like Balza or something. I don't remember. Uh, I've got it on Amazon. Cover everything. I mean, head to toe. Mm-hmm. Like I just got antiqued. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> now, would baby powder suffice if you didn't yeah, have? If, if you're an amateur, sure. They sell good quality powder to powder your nethers. Okay. Nice <laughs> monkey butt. Yeah. Heard of little a hole casserole. Whatever you got going on down there. They can make that happen. <laughs> That's a thing. But baby, if you got baby powder, run with it. Mm-hmm. I recommend the lavender. Okay, just to smell better? Yeah, I have a little little smell. 
Gotcha. I don't know if lavender is the best smell to take out to Rocklahoma, but nonetheless, you'll feel fresh. Something smells like that delicious. That cucumber melon. Yeah. <laughs> Number one. And I went back and forth because I got some consolations here. Number one is fresh socks. If you're going to be there all day, you're going to need a refresher. Mm-hmm. And so what you do is you take your sock, you take crappy socks. You don't like whatever, kind of like you do with your sunglasses. Or a pair that are near the end. Right. And you take them off halfway, pitch them. Right. Don't carry them. Hopefully yeah. in the garbage. Don't just yeah, throw yeah, yeah. dirty socks of course. out there on the festival ground. Put on fresh socks. Uh-huh. Like, especially at nightfall. Yeah. Yeah. Game changer. Would also come in handy if the Porta Johns are out of paper. Just saying. That's definitely an angle you could take. <laughs> sure. <laughs> definitely an angle you could take. Uh, somebody said those fold-out stools are a game changer. That way you have a personal seat. Absolutely. Uh, some kind of lawn chair, camping chair, something like it. Somebody said sunscreen. Okay. Not a bad plan. Mm-mm. But here's what you can do. You can apply the sunscreen at home before you leave. Then you don't have to take it with you. Okay. I guess yeah. that makes sense. does wear off, but... Yeah, but you're going to sweat it off anyway. Who wants to be that guy like... Hey, man, do you want to head over to the second stage? Hold on, I got to reapply. <laughs> <laughs> right. I got to reapply my sunscreen. Yeah, isn't Frame me burn mm. part of the experience? Mm. I mean, <laughs> we've seen some people have quite the epic sunburns oh, yeah. at Rocklahoma. Oh, yeah. Uh, koozie, I think having a cup koozie, like, you know, they give you your beer. Mm-hmm. They have koozies for cups. Mm-hmm. Help keep go. the beer colder a little bit longer. There you go. There you go. Your hands don't get so cold. Right? Yeah. I'm also a fan of putting a cooler in your car if you're leaving that day with uh, snacks and water. So when you're done, you got cold and food and waiting for you in the car. That makes sense. Especially if you're going to get stuck in traffic trying to get out of there. Right. Yeah. You ain't got to wait happen. 45 minutes for dinner. Yeah. Or Whatever. then when you get to a place, everybody's stopping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Make yourself some sandwiches. And then uh, I also had wet wipes as a consolation because, I don't know, you just... It it's it just lands differently when you can do a maintenance wipe. Mm-hmm. Key thing. Mm. Maintenance wipe's a thing, man. It really is. I've almost thought like a good like a place should hand those out. Like if you have a business, okay, dude wipes or whatever, <laughs> you do individuals and you hand those out to people at events. Dude, a maintenance wipe will change your mood. Oh, absolutely. It's like changing your socks. Honestly, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, Rocklahoma this weekend, what are the must-haves you got to carry with you? We're not talking. If you do the the RV thing or the camper thing, you are already packing everything but the kitchen sink. Absolutely, because it's already going in there. But, yeah, absolutely, you got everything. You got the AC. You've got three days' worth of clothes or more. Right. You know, some people do more than three, you know, wardrobe changes. Yeah, some people don't even change at all, though. Do you wardrobe change? Me personally, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, I'll bring a weekend's worth of clothes with me, okay, and uh, m- mostly just shorts and BMMS shirts. It's what my wardrobe consists of mostly, anyway. But absolutely, several reasons. One, I can't wear the same clothes more than one day in a row. Anything after that, it's just disgusting. And especially out there sweating in the heat. And being in the crowd where all that body heat is just whoosh, waving down on you, I got to be able to change. I'll wear them through that night until I go to bed, but I ain't waking up and wearing the same thing the next day. And uh, two, I mean, I utilize the showers out there, you know, and there ain't nothing worse 
then getting out of a shower, you're fresh and clean, and then you got to put dirty clothes back on. Yeah, he that's, can't rewear the same clothes he pees in. That's just nasty. And we're I not mean, at the lake, Lindsay. Uh-huh. Calm yeah. down. I, th- I think that uh, you could. You could go and do a maintenance shower mm. and put your clothes back on. I think so. If you're going back out and getting sweaty again, the idea of the shower is to cool you off. Yeah, absolutely. For, for some people, the idea of a shower for me is to get clean and get that film, that sweat off of me. And if I've already been partying all day... Even even if you're going out there for a couple, five, six hours and you're going to do the maintenance clean, right? My clothes are already filthy, disgusting. And then when I put them back on, I'm just going to feel all weird and sticky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brock Loma this weekend. Mel's going to have a chance for you to win tickets about 1030. We're going to take a break and we'll be back. Tulsa's morning show. The Big Man Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning News Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And uh, there is this uh, thing trending, I'll give you a couple things that are trending right now, where uh, Stacy Dash, you might remember her from Clueless. Yeah. She's sure. done a bunch of other things, but most famously Clueless, years ago. And she's done some commentary and TV stuff beyond that. But uh, she is online having a breakdown because she just found out DMX died dot, dot, dot a year ago. Yeah. Was she been under a rock? Apparently. <laughs> See, I love what people where people's heads go immediately like, oh, was she under a rock or what's happening here? And I'm going, what happened that made you go look? <laughs> she mm. she was jamming out to party up in here, probably mowing the lawn or something, <laughs> yeah. right? And she's like, right. I wonder what whatever happened to DMX. So she sits down to smoke a cigarette and drink a beer, take a break from mowing the lawn, Googles DMX up. She's like, oh, hell, he died. I bet you that's exactly how Dude, it Dude, she's sobbing. Really? Mm. I mean, it was tragic <laughs> news, but I mean, kind of expected Sad. at the same time. She said someone died a year ago. She should be crying because she's so stupid. She missed it. If she cared so much, she would have found out a year ago. Maybe that's why she's actually crying. <laughs> Some people are like, is she on drugs? Mm-hmm. People are also commenting that her skin tone is Sammy Sosa. What does that mean? Well, because he became very, he has a skin condition where his pigmentation fades out. Like, oh, like the Michael Jackson thing? Yeah. Similar, yes. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. and so people are saying that she's that too. But <laughs> So over the weekend, since we're talking about DMX, I get to bring this up over the weekend. You find out he died? Uh, what? <laughs> DMX is dead? Uh, over the weekend, I uh, went and had uh, <laughs> breakfast with uh, Dudu over uh, at this uh, Timmy's Egg or whatever, right? My friend Dudu Head, play video games with him and whatnot. His we, name is Dudu Head. That is his gamer name. Uh, so he's... He's like, hey, you want to go have breakfast? This is like 7.30 in the morning. We're playing video games. I was like, sure, breakfast sounds great. Let's do this. So we meet up at the Timmy's Egg or whatnot. So afterwards, we're just kind of rolling around. He's like, I used to live in this neighborhood. And I was like, me too. So we just kind of go roll around and show each other where we used to live. Totally gay. I get it, boy. Whatever it is, what it is. So Set together, like in the same car? In the same car. Absolutely. <laughs> Did you? So you meet there and then get in, like, hey, let's go drive around and reminisce. Well, we, we get there. We eat. And then we're hanging out, and that's when we start chatting it up. Hey, I used to live in this side of town. Hey, so did I. 
well, let's just go drive around and check things out. And yeah, 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 yeah. Sounds it, miserable. It, it, whatever it is, it ain't too yeah, awful bad. Right. The activities that ensued between here and there was, you know, nonetheless. Anyhow, sure. So um, there was this fundraiser car wash. People are, you know, on the street corners or whatever, right. holding the kids yeah, or yeah, holding yeah, their yeah, sign. Yeah, yeah. Hey, come on in. And this guy, I'm not lying, and I probably good thing it's Thursday too, because this cat looked exactly like DMX and sounded exactly like him. He said, "Car wash, come and get oh, your wow. car wash," and I was like, "Get out of here, DMX! I thought you were dead, man. What happened?" And one of those moments, and found DMX hustling car washes to raise money for a junior football team. It's a great story, bro. I know, yeah. all right. I see you writing frantically. Mm. Uh, another thing that's trending it's as R.I.P. Dave. And so this is a woman telling a story that when she was in third grade, her mom went to drop off drugs. She left her in the car at three or in third grade. The guy comes out to, quote, watch her. And uh, it's just me and him is what she says. And he looks over and says, do you know what a haiku is? <laughs> and she responded with, yeah, it's a traditional Japanese poem consisting of three lines in the pattern of five, seven, five syllables. She says, I remember I had just written one in class and he freaked out and told me I was the smartest person he'd ever met. And she writes, I was literally eight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. He could be the smartest person she knows. So she, he knows, right? So she goes on, and she says, on that day, he vowed to make sure I always made it to school. My mother was in her own world doing whatever and dealing drugs. And when I tell you this guy drove me and picked me up so he knew I went every day, he literally did my homework with me. He took me to all the important things in my life. He became family, the closest thing to a father figure I ever had, honestly. He was my best friend. He saved my life. And then tonight, I got a call from his sister that he had died unexpectedly, they think, from a heart attack around 1 o'clock. I woke up at 1 a.m. on the dot, could not fall back asleep. So I laid there till about 4, then got up, went to, she says, the lab, so some school probably. They tried reviving him from 1 to 4. It's like some weird way my body felt that energy. Anyway, he's gone. Thank you. I love you, Dave. Thank you for teaching me how to change a tire, replace my brakes, watching every episode of The Simpsons with me, saving my life literally countless times. You always said you can have a good life in spite of your mom or a bad one because of her. Now, was Dave the drug dealer? Yeah. Okay. The, the, the guy that came out to watch her. Right, right. I, uh, maybe he's just a user, just happened to be there or whatever, but that's, that's an interesting story. Yeah. yeah. For sure. What I thought of when I read that story was... Let's see if I can articulate this in the right way. You see people that do that, and you're like, what a bad person. Mm. But they're still a person. Right. And here they are, had a huge influence. Mm. I don't know. We don't know if they did drugs or continued to do drugs or do drugs or whatever. Mm -hmm. But still had a massive influence on that life. I was listening to this thing, a little tangent. I was listening to this thing, and they were talking about reading biographies and all the biographies they read about people that did all these amazing things. And there was one continual attribute in all of the biographies. And that was somebody influenced them as a child hmm. that set their path. Mm -hmm. How crazy is that? Yeah. 
Doesn't matter if they're a crackhead or not. You know? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Right? And as chi- like your childhood is so important. Mm-hmm. It's just, I trip me out, man. Because then I was like, well, what was, who was the thing in my life mm-hmm. that set my path? Right? I asked my wife. I'm like, what's the thing? Who was the thing that set your path? Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to try and reflect and figure that out. Yeah, right. Because everybody's got one. And for this girl, it was this drug dealer yeah. who asked her about a haiku, <laughs> gave her some affirmation, and then stuck by his word. Crazy mm-hmm. to think about that's on there. Anyway, I thought that you guys would think that that's... No, just me. I'm an no. island on that one, huh? Cool story, bro. It's way cooler than yours. <laughs> hey, listen, you don't get to see DMX resurrected here in Tulsa all the time. Man. Yeah, not DMX. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. Yeah, not DMX. Uh, let's see. What else? Nick Cannon and Brittany Bell uh, have are getting ready for the 10th child. Uh, it's a factory, man. It keeps going and going. Just stop already. I just don't understand why. Somebody's got to repopulate the Uh, Pool beer is a thing. Pool beer? Pool beer. Not to be confused with shower beer. Okay. Pool beer is a new drink, especially, I guess they're saying it's going to be the thing. And what you do is you shave ice like snow cone into Mm -hmm. a cup, Mm -hmm. and you pour your beer into it and serve it with lime. It's like a beer slushy. I'm out on that. I don't like watered down beers. Nope, I don't either. No, No, it sounds disgusting. I like ice cold beers. I like a beer in the pool. I mean, I like beer with the when the glass is super cold and it puts like little shavings yes. in it. Yeah, but it doesn't water it down though. No, I don't no. let it. it. Makes it icy cold. I don't let it. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't. But adding it. ice that much ice to me will guarantee it will water down. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter is going to have an edit button. Don't oh. they, they? Don't. I don't know. I don't. No. I don't tweet, so I don't know. No, the whole idea is when you say something, that's it. Okay. That's why people get in so much trouble. So why are they changing it? So people stop getting in trouble? It's been the number one most requested thing. Okay. All right, then. But here's the thing. If you're like, um, I I don't know. I think that if you're going to say something out in the universe. It should be there forever. It's it's the modern day written word. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be able to go back and change it. Right. That way, you'll be a little more cautious with what you write. Mm-hmm. You won't be so cavalier with your words. Right. Oh, I can just go back and change it any time. Nobody will ever know what I said. I guess reckless with your words. You won't be so reckless with your words. Now the only way that you can Unless catch people. Unless you're a grammar Nazi. Right. And you're like, oh, I spelled that Even wrong. Even if or... you're a grammar Nazi, you will still say things is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Right. Not reckless like you should have used an apostrophe there. Right, right. Now, if 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 somebody says something... You can just go back and change it, and nobody will ever know that's what you said unless they have mm-hmm. that. Somebody grabs Sweet, yeah. that original screenshot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. I mean, I know how I feel about it because I don't tweet, so I'm okay with it. But you can on other stuff. Right. On Facebook. and Yeah. Yeah. The amount of work it must take to go through and, like, thread, you know, go through your social media to clean things mm-hmm. up for whatever reason. Ugh. Like, let's say you get a job. Oh, Yeah. And there's something out there on and the internet. There's something out there on the internet that you you feel like may not represent you in the best light, right? And the I, amount of work you got to go through to try and get that stuff removed, right? 
listen, I think everybody knows you make mistakes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People make mistakes. Here's, here's the thing, though, man. Even if you go through those hoops and you do what you got to do and you get to the original source and you have whatever that you put out there removed, right? It still lives somewhere else in the universe, on the Internet somewhere, whether it's a server that's buried at the bottom of the ocean or it's another website that picked it up and thought it was funny or whatever right. or the case a, is. a friend that a, was yeah. like, ah. Exactly, and saved it or whatever. So there's so many things that you got to go through to completely scrub the Internet of your bad choices. You should just own it and be done with your life. Right. Even if, like... You were reckless. Mm-hmm. I think you can say, ah, you know, if I pay for that now, so be it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I said it, so be it. Right. Otherwise, you're just being a fraud. Right. That makes sense. Right? Aren't you just being a fraud? If you if you say something and you said it when you were 20, mm-hmm. you still said it. Right. Whether you meant it or not, mm-hmm. you said it. And right. if that's the, it's called consequence. Mm-hmm. And if you said it, you meant it probably then. Whether Even you if you mean meant it, it now, as a joke, right. right? You still said it enough to put it out there. You meant it enough to put it out there. If you don't want everybody else to know what you're thinking or saying, then don't put it out there. I think the only reason you would okay, tell me what you think of this. I think the only reason you would want to change it is because you're still that person and you just don't want people thinking you're that person. That's exactly. Because what it is. if you're not that person, then what do you care? Because you can go, I'm not that person. Mm-hmm. I don't let my past dictate who I am. Well, but people judge and they're going to think that's that a you're you that problem. Person. Right. I get it. Huh. Weird to think about. All right, we got to take a break and we'll be back. More of the Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. Get this uh, tonight. Oklahoma State football, six o'clock, Fox Sports One. College football, yeah, yeah. Should say your number twelve, Oklahoma State. At six o'clock tonight. All right, time to find out what everybody learned. Lindsay, what'd you learn today? I learned earlier from Gimpy, here a knock, there a knock, everywhere a knock, knock. And Stacy Dash should change her name because she ain't so quick. Uh, wait till she finds out about Whitney and Prince. I mean, Princess Di has been gone 25 years. She know about that one? I feel like when she finds out, we're going to have to do a wellness check on her. Gimpy, what'd you learn today? Well, I learned that being touched as a child can set you on your life's path. <laughs> and I also learned... That baseball guys are learning to come together. Uh, I learned when you see a car wash fundraiser, you're really deciding, am I just going to get a bad car wash or am I going to see DMX? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I also learned two guys joyriding in an old neighborhood. That doesn't sound sketchy at all. <laughs> it's Corbin saying, make sure that dishwasher is loaded right. It's Lindsay. Stop tracking my cycle. This is Gimpy, and I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Ready? Oh. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. Now what the hell are you 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.